The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Okay, sh sh shut up. Okay, right. Welcome, everybody, to Sunset City, the Sonic podcast for the modern and classic age. With me today, we have Nick. Are you sure about that? Because I'm not sure about that. We have Cirrus. Hi, Pup. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks, buddy. How are you? Nobody fucking asked. Oh. And, uh... He literally did! I don't remember that. I have short-term memory loss. He's trying to ape me at my own game. He's trying to get We're not very funny. Yeah, we're not very funny. Yeah, don't watch this show. Watch one of the funnier ones. Um, and, uh, Wayne. The only good thing about this morning is how bitter my coffee is. Alrighty then. Well, uh, it's been a very uh, slow news week. There hasn't been a lot going on. Um, Sonic. Uh -huh. Not really uh -huh. much to uh, report or discuss today. Um, so I don't know. Do you want to just do an episode about like Ovaltine or something? Did you have your Ovaltine today? I haven't had any Ovaltine today. We don't actually have Ovaltine in the UK. We have a very Why? similar thing called Horlicks. I was going to say that Ovaltine sounds like a very British thing, but no, it doesn't. It just sounds like a very um, colonial days. It's just, it's, it's, um... We need at least five tablespoons of Ovaltine in the children. I was going to say, if a word could sound elderly, that would be it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Were you just talking about how uh, how that's, it's just Boomer Facebook at that point? Ovaltine's a word that belongs only on Boomer Facebook. Isn't that, isn't that isn't Ovaltine just pretentious hot chocolate? No, it's not. It's like a yeah, you know, it's like Maltesers. It's malty. Uh, it's, it it's sounds of, like a poor right, man's so it's hot pretentious chocolate. Hot chocolate. No, it's malty. No, pretentious. It's, it's not, it's it not had to have a chocolate. French name. It's not even got was... chocolate in it. Like it's... yeah, there's no chocolate in it. It just tastes. Is it? It, it yeah. looks and tastes kind of like it, but you know it doesn't. the uh, the inside of a Malteser. You know the hum, hum, hum. it's it's that. I don't know what, but so what like malt. You know what that, you're saying that's is. literal malt. Like yeah, there's just malt. malt mixed. Yeah, it's malt mixed. It's nice. Ovaltine, huh? How about that? I might actually try it now. I didn't know it was malt. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, I might be wrong, but it's nice. I guess Would we'll you... find out. So we'll go. We'll go down to the general store and then pick us up some. My Nick's gonna do the least? thing he did with Nick's gonna do the thing he did with spam, where he's just gonna be like, "All right, guys, I'm trying it for the first time." Five days later, I'm trying something different with spam again today. Everyone, just I'm really, I'm really becoming my own in the old man YouTuber phase of my life. You know what I mean? I'm gonna have a whole fucking YouTube channel dedicated to just eating frozen pizza. Spam and Ovaltine, the channel. I'm just I'm still going to think of it as a uh, hot chocolate alternative. Oh. <laughs> the stupid shit that makes this guy laugh. I'm old. It's funny dad humor. He, he's always like, oh, Pup's a funny guy. And I'm like, but am I, though, if this is coming from you? <laughs> you just, yeah, all right, so I compliment you, and he still has to be a little bitch I about it. I hate compliments. Oh no. Why does everybody in my life hate compliments? I also have very low self-esteem, so I need to be complimented from time to time. It's fine. I will I will I, I will bully you and then I'll cover you with a lot of aftercare, baby boo. Don't even worry about it. Nick, it sounded get, get out why did my brain it? fill that in as I'll cover you with a lot of acid? Yeah. I'm hey, so we have we have a lot of hundred we have 145 people listening in right now, and I'm sure they wanted us to talk about Ovaltine and bullying pup. 
Well, yeah, there's no Sonic news. Well, since we've got a lot of people in here, is it time to start talking about the subject of uncut pingus? Should we just actually talk about Sonic Frontiers? <laughs> you know... Yeah. Yes, all right, well, but Nick, well, don't you I have? Think we can, I don't think you we have can milk something this joke for at least another ten minutes? Don't yeah, you? I was gonna get gonna get into it when when we got the conversation going, but apparently we're just gonna keep this stupid joke going about pretending like Sonic Frontiers doesn't exist. Which, the more I say it out loud, the less I want to treat it like a joke and just get off Twitter and pretend it doesn't exist. It's, it's not a real game. <laughs> not yet. Uh, not yet. It's a myth. <laughs> No, but like, uh, if you guys were with us the other day, uh, we did do a live stream of our reactions to it, and I, I'll admit, I was very tired, I was very distracted, but for some reason, I got it in my head, and I think it was just because I was so desperate to say, like, or think that they were changing the cutscene models, because I've, I've always hated it the last few, uh, since they've used these models, I've always hated those. I was so desperate. For them to be like, okay, they're just going to really up their game with storytelling in terms of how they, they, they set their models and everything. And they technically did. But the trailer we saw, I was like, there's there's no way that's that's CGI. There's no way. And then I watched it. And then I got into a big thing with, with Pup about it. Made a big tiss about it. Just, just really wouldn't let it go. And then, after I got a little bit of rest, I watched it again. And I was like, Nick, what the fuck? What were you thinking? <laughs> I mean, if we really... What were you thinking? So I'm sorry, Pup. Pup, I I am now on air taking the L, and I didn't mean to disrespect you, (laughs) but you're you're, you're right. Nick L. I will, will, at some point during the show, take back all of it and get into a screaming match with them. But for now, I'm sorry. For now, the reparations have been made. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Relations between... The East Coast and no, wait, the West Coast <laughs> and the UK have been resolved. Thankfully, guys, the Revolutionary War is finally over. You're welcome. <laughs> we I'm really not gonna wanna... lie though. Oh, sorry, go on, Wayne. If we really want to be assholes about it, even the in-engine cutscenes are CGI because that's literally just computer-generated graphics. So I mean, I think... well, pre-rendered was his whole argument. I think we can... And it, it very clearly was pre-rendered we can take, when I actually watched it. We can take Wayne's I'm curious if they're going to be him. pre-rendered in the actual, like, final build. Yeah, they no. won't be. Like, basically, I mean, there might be some, but, like, we, in the in some of the footage, we've seen a cutscene of Sonic approaching Amy and being like, Amy, is that you? And um, it's literally a in-game version of that bit we saw in the trailer, so... Yeah, and I do think that they are going for fully in game, which is, um, I guess, a little it'll, disappointing it'll, because I always enjoy. Faster. I always enjoyed the so, CGI cutscenes. I thought they did a nice cinematic quality to Sonic 06 and Sonic Unleashed. Yeah, but, but if you're gonna do CGI cutscenes where it's just pre-rendered character model stuff, there's functionally no benefit to it. Yeah, I mean, like that—that that is a point. It's <clears> like the Sonic Unleashed opening cutscene, for example was doing a lot more than what these cutscenes are. And I guess you can make a case of like, oh, I would like it if we could have another cutscene like that. But at the same time, I kind of feel like that's the cutscene, you know? Like, even if they did do new CGI cutscenes, would they ever really measure up to Sonic Unleashed's opening? I mean, they there was a pretty distinct difference between how Amy was portrayed in both the pre-rendered and the in-engine cutscene from the demo. Yep. Um, that might 
that might lead us to assume that honestly both could exist within the game and the pre-rendered one we've seen is later down the line as um amy is progressively looking more digitized uh whereas in the uh the demo footage she she looks pretty normal or um, there's a another option which is just the pre-rendered ones are reserved for the switch version it could well i mean that would actually likely. that would make the switch one one to get huh? <laughs> yeah and what and pup pointed out and um i've had a developer friend actually kind of support this too is uh like like pup said i mean we can see the patterns like this is still the same sonic team that's been making the last set of games and regardless of all the new stuff that they're doing here like there, there's some very clear consistent things that are, are fairly industry standard and one of those is yeah you, you make prettier pre-rendered stuff for promotional material and pup pointed that out too on the stream last time too and i i think he might i think he might be right like i, like I want just, I just want like the, the like infinite and and all the bad boys showing up during the forces what uh I say? Yeah. A very clever cat <laughs> I just, I, I just um, really want, I want Wayne to be jokes, right. Apparently, Jesus. I want Wayne to be right because Wayne being right means that we're getting like a I lot more too. stakes in the story. But like, I, 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 I don't think so, and I hate it because it's just I, like, yeah. If if Wayne's right, I'm happy, and if Wayne's wrong, I'm sad. I, I should also say that that's not me making a prediction. I'm not sold on the idea that what I said is the case. I'm just like, it's a possibility. Yeah, theorizing. Yeah. And I would love that too. You know, like the stuff we've seen from the demo footage, it just, it looks, yeah, I'm I'm with everybody else. Like, yeah, the, the pacing's a little bit better. The cinematography's a little bit better, but it is still just the giant, stupid duck fucking like clown hands and shoes models that we've always had it is um, and they still look ridiculous as far as i'm concerned so we have seen, it's it's more the same it's fine we have seen some subtitled dialogue as well and at least we can safely say that the dialogue is a lot less fucking insufferable this time so far yeah and certified has a great point here um but cg cutscenes it might be held account for a customization options the day night cycle and, and as i had a deaf friend tell me too and this is why i was just getting all jumbled up here because, yeah, this is the point of just general in-game cutscenes is, like, just doing all of that, like, making the models and then messing with them. Like, it's just so much more expensive and so much more work to send off, like, everything to make it pre-rendered CG shit. So it, it would make more sense if it's all staying in-engine. I just really wanted the in-engine to be much more impressive than it actually was. <laughs> I'll also the, the, um, feels like forces again, but that's not like it's it's whatever. It's that. not gonna like, make or break it. Yeah. On the bright side, like I think the characters' movements are a lot less stiff and robotic. Like they were. I mean, the thing is, like even yeah. by the standards set by colors, generations, and uh, Lost World, forces cutscenes were very robotic looking, and I think they were very quickly put together. Um, this at least looks a lot more natural. There's some nice camera angles going on. I really like Sonic's new model. Now, I'm not referring to that in reference to the uh, cutscenes, but we got that render of him in his Corone DLC outfit. Um, and I, when, I when I saw that, I was like, wow, Sonic's model looks really nice outside of these funny Corone cosmetics. I uh, I need to find a way to, uh, to get access to the Corone crossover stuff, because, like, I, I'm... I'm 
I'm pretty sure it's going to be Japan exclusive, but I, I need that. You know, just when I order from Amazon Japan or something. When I saw um, when I first saw Sonic in those shoes, you're gonna hate me for this, Wayne, but my first thought was it looks like he's wearing the colors of the map flag. Oh no! Oh no! I thought he looked like a One Piece fan. Those colors look a lot more subtle on the actual Corone because there's plenty of other colors in there. But on Sonic with his simplistic color scheme, I'm just like, oh god, Sonic is doing the nonce rep. Brilliant. God damn it. Because I think they're, they're uh, even doing like something in the promotion where Corone actually like recorded voiceover work so, like, for the game and stuff. So hang on. Hang on, though. You may everyone. want to give some context to everybody in the no, chat. No, 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 no. Look at the chat here. Like, they're... They're a little bit confused about like what you guys are naming here. Yeah, so is... that's that's what I was talking about. What like, is, it, her is her is her name not Corona? It's it's not Corone. I thought it was Crone. What we're is... talking about the V two. We're Just talking about the V two. Tell us right? what the fucking name is. We're talking about a V. We're talking about the V two. Yes, right? we're talking about the V tuber. Who yeah, else? Corona. No. I just I've only ever Corona. heard it pronounced Corona. So wait, like, wait. So hang on. Is it Corone? Because everyone's it's, saying it's white. not Corone. It's not Corone. What is it then? Corone. I didn't even know we were talking about the VTuber. I, 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 <laughs> I have only ever, I have only ever heard her name pronounced as uh, Corone. Okay, Corone, it is. Obligatory virus joke. Or maybe yep. it's Corone, but I don't think in Japan they really pronounce the the ne like that. No, usually not. So it's that'd be great though. So it would be. Yeah, I don't think it, if it, in like an actual Japanese pronunciation it would be called Corone. If somebody wants to prove me wrong, I'm fine with that. But like, uh, I I've only ever heard Corone, and that's Look, what I'm going to be saying until I prove it otherwise. Let's just pronounce it Karosha. I think it's obvious that she is called Crunk in the club, and let's just carry on. Okay. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Right, so, her name is Klonone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just saw that cut an e maybe this that um i don't know but fuck it who fucking cares oh my god um yeah who cares fans because so, they're angry so real life. quick real quick everybody since um uh, uh, we usually do super chats at the end of the show but just because uh we usually have a whole lot of them i'm gonna catch us up Real quick, because there are a couple of them I wanted to see or actually wanted to talk about. Real quick, so real quick, Sony with five. Thank you. Manifesting Zavik somewhere in Frontiers. Hashtag ready for Zeddy. Xavier with 279. And just that's it. Thank you. Nicole plated for $1.99. And I, I just wanted to get this out front real quick. Because congratulations on 8,000 subscribers to Wayne. Yay! And if you guys are subscribed to Sunset City and not him, you're a fake making, fan. You're making a mistake. You're a hundred percent. He's he's incredible, obviously. Uh Xavier with 279. Happy Venus Day. Everyone wants to yeah. have that Jamal action, don't they? <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> uh Omega Mr. Salty with 299. Thank you. And the super guy 55. This is the one to get to with the with uh uh 179 licks. In-game Amy cutscene. In a completely different area. So, yeah, just I wanted to get us up here so we can get back on track with Sonic-related stuff here because obviously the 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 cutscenes aren't going to be the only thing we talk about today. 
that's just the first one I really wanted to focus on because now that I got my brain on straight pup, now that we know that that's a uh, story trailer specifically, do you feel it is disingenuous at all to show us something like that instead of actual in-game cutscenes, or is just kind of par for the course par when it comes course, to us? Really, like yeah, I guess it does make the trailer look a bit more impressive in that regard. Like when you're in a game playing these things and seeing these little in-game cutscenes, you're already immersed into it. Whereas for a trailer, they need to grab you a little more. So I think it does make sense what they've done. I don't think it's disingenuous. Just don't fucking abuse that. Don't have stuff happen in those CGI cutscenes that isn't going to fucking happen in the game. I I will say that um, there is like one pre-rendered scene from the newer trailer that I think I'm, I'm very confident is just taken straight from the game because I believe it's introducing how a core mechanic of the game works. Which one? Um, uh cyberspace and like how you enter the levels and oh where he's like pressing the uh where he's pressing the thing after she's like don't press that button sonic so i (laughs) (laughs) i i hope to god that it plays out just like that in the game that silent defiance he doesn't say shit he just stares at them and presses the button and I'm, uh, I love that. And then I think that that's him transporting himself into one of the cyberspace levels. And then I think towards the end of the tra- uh, of the trailer, we see him like exiting out of it and coming out the other end in a different part of the island. And then that's where he sees Amy. So um, I think I- I'm gonna sound like a dick, but I think that is the least likely thing of the bunch. You think so? Yeah, because. Um... For one, like, usually if they have a CGI cutscene, it's much more narrative-based than mechanic-based. Um, <clears throat> and, like, I understand why they would do something like that for the mechanic in the trailer, because it's quicker to show, more concise. But, I mean, again, there could be surprises. Like, the demo is just a demo at the end of the day. Like, they, they could have sliced off some openings and stuff. But, like, we, you know, they do open the game with Sonic coming out of a cyberspace portal. And then Sage being like, no one's ever escaped. You must be the key and stuff like that. And it's all it's all in game. Um, so I, I don't know. Again, though, like it's only a demo. It's one of those things where mm. if they did have this big show stop and opening cutscene, I could understand if maybe they want to keep it under wraps. I mean, here's the thing. At Sonic Central, they said the game begins with Sonic Knuckles and Tails floating through a portal and then arriving on these islands and stuff. You mean Amy? And Amy as well. Um well, oh, Knuckles right. is involved there too. Apparently, um, uh, I I think that they they announced that Knuckles would be involved at at some point. I, I think it's pretty clear. I mean, if they're doing like an opening like animation or like a separate animation, and we've seen him in the promotional material now, like there's no way you get Ian Flynn on board to write no, a Knuckles Sonic game and you don't have yeah he's yeah he's gonna be there someplace. No, they, yeah, yeah. they literally mention in the digital deluxe that you get Knuckles memory tokens as well. So like. Okay. I just I just figured he wasn't gonna be I didn't I just figured he wasn't going to be there at the beginning with with the other three. I I don't know about that. I can't speak for that. But like, yeah, was it good? You did you think it was gonna be one of those things where like he's not mentioned at all in the uh, beginning of the story, but then like Sonic comes across him at some point in the story. Like, I guess Knuckles must be here too. Something like that. The thing I'm I honestly sorry, God. I, I do still kind of think that that's what's going on in the trailer, though. I, I think that, at least the beginning part, is I think that's the first time you enter a cyberspace level. 
because it kind of feels like the first interaction that Sonic has had with this child. I, I, I love how everybody had just defaulted to she. Is there is there confirmation on yeah she's a on she. that? No, oh, okay. I was confused because I I thought just looking at the at the design that could very well also be like a six year old boy. Um, but uh, figure out what growl way too much time that. in anime land, man. <laughs> but uh, I, I I mean it's a child. It's whatever. But um, <sighs> yeah, I don't know because that that just feels like a a decent way to meld like narrative with like introduction of game mechanics which is something real video games do from time to time and i think sonic could get away with doing that we'll see when we see i guess um yeah but like i wouldn't put a lot of money on it but i guess we'll see i do think though like the facts so the fact is like yeah they've said you know it does begin with them going into this apparition on the tornado and stuff like that mm. um so I think the fact we haven't seen that suggests that that could be a CG cutscene, but at the same time, it seems like they want to go for the mystery angle, so it's like, oh, it might be effective having Sonic just wake up on the island, and then that's something he's got to solve later down the line. But then they've already kind of said that, though. They've kind of revealed the mystery oh. in that sense, so it's a little weird what's going on here. Like, I'm... Oh, oh god, we're gonna get to the end of the game, and it's gonna turn out that Sonic and the gang were dead the whole time, and the islands were purgatory. Sonic and it. Sonic and his friends are in an insane asylum, and <laughs> represent. I can't wait for Sonic the Hedgehog Majora's Mask. Apparently, I that was... wasn't the actual ending of Lost. Is that's not what that meant? I guess <clears throat> we're not. This is, no, we're not doing this. This is not Billiam's channel. We're not talking about Lost. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> Get back here, coward! You know, I only saw a few episodes of Lost. I thought it was alright, but I only saw a few little episodes. First yeah. season. Um, but, yeah. um, so here's the thing, right, is the more I look at Sage, the more I think they're probably not going to relate her to Infinite, but they bloody should, because all of the design sensibilities of Infinite are there. One eye is covered yeah. up, um, the other eye is exposed and red and yellow and shit, uh, like, same color scheme. Like, I, I would actually be kind of impressed if they used this as a means of redeeming the Phantom Ruby saga. I mean, if the, if it's, it, I I guarantee it's going to depend entirely on how much control Ian actually has on the story. Because if it's up to him, I mean, yeah, just going by 15 years of him writing Sonic the Hedgehog, he will do everything in his power to connect it to the history of the Hedgehog. And yeah, he has he also has a history of like redeeming the less than stellar story points. I mean, like, I, I know everyone here loves loves Unleashed. I personally thought it was mispotential that they didn't let Sonic go a little bit feral when he was the Werehog the first time. And when he got his hands on it on Archie, that's exactly what he did. Sonic, with the help of his friends, had to fight down that more wild side. He had to get to the point where he could just change from Sonic to Werehog without just going completely nuts. You see, And I thought that was awesome. In the game, the Werehog grabs Chip and he's just like, hey, are you okay? Whereas in the comics, he grabs Chip and puts it in his mouth and just crunch, crunch, crunch. Mm. It would have been... I, I do think... Uh, hey, uh, sorry, I don't want to go off on, a, on an Unleashed tangent. Would have been an interesting way to take that, though, is just kind of like, otherwise, what's the point of making him a big werewolf? Like, yeah, and having that I, personality well, shift is... We'll we'll have that talk another time. Yeah, um, um, <laughs> I don't I don't want to just sit here and shit on Unleashed again. though. I've done that enough in the past. 
Uh, I don't I don't harbor nearly as much resentment for that game as I do plenty of others in this series. Yeah. I, will, I will say, uh, sorry if I'm kind of springing off topic a little bit here. This has been really interesting for me because this is the most in-depth I've ever gotten into an upcoming Sonic game. Like, even beyond, like, Sonic Colors, I think when Sonic Colors Ultimate was coming out, we talked about it on the show and everything like that, but that's sort of where it began and ended with me. But, yeah. like... This is a game that I found my uh, Frontiers is something I've found myself talking about with with uh, co-workers and, and stuff like that. Just like having discussions about what I'm thinking about this, that or the other. I legitimately hope that this is as big of a deal for the Sonic franchise as I kind of feel it is. It's yeah, probably a little overdramatic to say that this is something of a turning point for the franchise, but I think it has the potential to be, depending on how they play their cards. I was going to say the same thing, too. Like, it's it's hard for me to tell because um, even when Forces was coming out, I wasn't a known YouTuber then. I was doing stuff, but nobody knew who I was. Like, and it's literally my job now. So I've, I've never been as involved with the Sonic community as I am now. And this is going to be the first major release since, you know, my life changed as, as I'm very gracious for. Thank you, everybody. But... Yeah, like I've been trying to sit back like, okay, like in the past, if a Sonic game was coming out and I wasn't immediately hooked, I ignored it. So after 06, I was really burned. Uh, Unleashed looked really cool. Then I saw the Werehog. I'm like, <laughs> I'm out. And I, I didn't play it when it first initially uh, dropped. And um, I didn't touch colors until like I got de heard decent reviews from it. And then even back then, I was like, this is solid. I just, you know, fine. Um and then and then generations yeah I was was the last time I was this hyped and it 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 paid off for me in a big way um and I wonder if I was kind of stepped outside of this if I would be as excited otherwise because I am I've always been a Sonic fan I always will be a Sonic fan but like I I have no problem ignoring the series when I feel like it's it's just doing some dog shit nonsense like I, I usually if it wasn't my job I wouldn't waste my money simple yeah, as that. I I could not have been paid to give a shit about forces when it was coming out. Like yeah. it, it, it looked bland from the marketing and I, it was, I, uh, it was interesting um, because I was so stoked for Sonic mania when that was announced. And that was weird because I didn't, I was never primarily a 2d Sonic fan. I grew up with like the 3d Sonic games. That was just kind of like my default. When I thought of Sonic, I thought of the 3d titles, not necessarily the 2d ones. Although I did harbor a special appreciation for those. Um, so the fact that Sonic mania stole my attention so much harder than anything else. Uh, besides that, it's like, there's only ever been like two Sonic games I have ever pre-ordered and they were both for the DS. <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, the DS version of Colors. I I wish I knew what I did with that stupid hat. Because um, that's so expensive now. But uh, And the other one was Sonic Chronicles. Um, I did too. I still have oh, my uh, styluses. Summer child. I, uh, I never styluses. got the styluses. I, I pre-ordered the game. And then and uh, I, I don't remember what went wrong. But I didn't get my hands on the, on the styluses. Yeah, I, I, was working at a, I was working at a game store. At the time, that reminds me. I I still have like uh, window clings of Smash Brothers Brawl. I gotta put that shit up sometime. Um, um the first. Um... But yeah, God, that I've never been. I don't know if I've ever been, like Oh Six burned me. Yeah. But then knowing Bioware fucked up as bad as they did, man, I just couldn't trust anything anymore. <laughs> 
and that was and i, I apologize I, I was actually working towards a, a point i'm, I'm just bad sorry, at getting sorry. to it oh no, no 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 that's that's my bad I'm, I'm bad at getting to my own points but um that was like uh th this is this it's it's just weird being in this because i'm legitimately looking forward to this game I do have a couple of things I have a, some reservations about. I will say there is one major discourse that I just like. I've been doing my best to try to see where the level heads are coming from and kind of understand why they have an issue with it. I just don't care. Um, And that would be the cyberspace levels and their linearity or their reuse of assets. And, and, and again, again, I understand why people have an issue with it. It's just personally to me, it's it, it's 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 such like a secondary thing in terms of the game's content. And I do think on the one hand, this is sort of a um, I, I don't know if we're ready to move into that discussion yet. I think I'm ready. I'm done with cutscenes. I'm done with the rest of you guys. I mean, yeah, on that on that topic, I, I kind of think. The reason why people are feeling, I guess, as strongly as they do is because if you look at kind of the interview with, I think it was Morio Kishimoto, but also Takeshi Dezuka to an extent, the way they described the relationship between um, the open zones and the cyberspace stages was basically akin to the open zones are a hub world and the cyberspace stages are the main progression. That's a roundabout how they made it sound but it's quite evident that no the open zone is still the bulk of the game and that basically these are missions within it i don't know if they're completely optional or not i think people are jumping the gun when they say they're completely optional mm. but like they are just a small cog in a larger machine you know i um and i think you know at the end of the day they also did say these are bite-sized levels and there's a thread on Twitter, actually, and I'm just going to paraphrase this a little bit, but I want to find out at least what the name of the guy was. Um, but he basically... We might be thinking of the same thread, actually. Is it Radical? Radical 1991? Where they basically I... explain the reason for the shorter length of the stages in Sonic Frontiers being, like, for Sonic Frontiers' gameplay loop, they need lots and lots and lots of levels. So it makes sense that they're smaller because Sonic ultimately just catapults through these levels a million miles an hour. It's no use trying to make each level like a full seven minutes or whatever. Um, and I, I know that there's going to be people that bring up Unleashed's level length, but here's a cold hard fact that I didn't realize until I became an adult. Uh, Sonic Unleashed, if you take away the Werehog, if you take away the Hub Worlds, if you take away the Tornado Stages, and you take away the cutscenes, and you just keep it to the modern Sonic stuff and some boss fights, you got a 15-minute game. And and people, I think that's also worth stating, because uh, people, myself included, have a history of saying it's like, oh, there's a really amazing game in Sonic Unleashed. Um, uh, it's just all in the daytime stages. And that's kind of maybe unfairly throwing out like a good 70% of the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. uh it's like those are those are the parts of the game that i find the most memorable and the the parts that i would want to go back to the most but that wasn't even like what was tying the entire experience together um i'm glad you brought up that point though pup because like the thread that i saw was um it, it was essentially saying that um they understood the argument that a lot of people are making and and 
I, I don't know if I 100% agree with this person's stance on this, but I this was uh, something that got me to, to think a little bit. And they said that uh, um, everybody's talking about how the uh, the cyberspace levels are essentially akin to special stages and, and things of that nature. I've said that a couple of times myself. And um, they said that is the worst possible thing people could be saying about it because that is clearly not how Sega sees them, not based off the marketing that we've seen and how heavily they've they've showcased these cyberspace levels. I mean, when's the last time a Sonic game was coming out and they devoted that much time in a trailer to special stages? Yeah. That's the thing, you know is I mean? it is being very much in marketing treated as kind of, in a way, an equal part of the game. I mean, I guess still secondary, but, like, still is being treated as a very significant part of the game. Yeah. And it's, like, and people have brought up, like, uh, people have mentioned to me when I said it's kind of unprecedented for a Sonic game to completely lift a stage layout. People said, okay, what about Game Land from Sonic Colors? Game Land was not featured anywhere near as much in promo. It was it even featured in promo material for Sonic Colors. That even that I would say, like, I mean, it's all case by case because, yeah, like, you, you really, you really cannot just base everything off of just a quick tweet of somebody just reacting to something. It's, it's tedious, but like, everything, every, everything's a, is a case by case basis. So, yes, Wispy Woods is in every Kirby game in its tradition, <laughs> tradition at this point, but also, you know, it's completely different assets. It's a completely different layout, usually, and that's fine. But, like, yeah, the main argument for, for reusing these assets is like this is like it's always sunny max mac and cheese that's what it is right yeah the, the like, main, that's like, all we are eating and they're just giving us reheated leftovers over and over again i think everybody understands the pros and cons in terms of bringing them back in i'm in general i love the idea of implementing boost stage like this i think it's genius i do think it's an egregious uh, offense if it is just chopped up generations and then it's smattered throughout the game that I'm going to find offensive if that's the case if it's just like yeah if it's if it's just a few of the generation stages and then they move on and get a little bit more creative and they get a little bit more original with it I'm down with that I wouldn't even mind like that leak if Dragon Road's back like at least those are assets we haven't seen in a long time right yeah so and like when the the thing I'll say is like I mean I don't want to get too much into the woods in this bit yet because I will say right now I have warmed up to the cyberspace since seeing it within the context of the game. Like, so, mm -hmm. I, I thought, you know, okay, it looks interesting, like, just visually in, like, when I saw the levels in isolation. Then when I saw it in the 15-minute full demo in the gameplay loop, I was like, okay, that's fine. That makes sense. That works. Um, but I understand. I, I, I think it's really stupid that there are some people trying to invalidate the complaint of reusing old levels because, okay... Um, like, there's the whole thing of, like, oh, Sonic fans, when they see Green Hill again. Now let's imagine Sonic 2 came out then, and rather than the levels it had, it instead had Green Hill, Marble Zone, Spring Yard, you know? What do you have there? You don't have fucking Sonic 2, that's for sure. You've got Sonic 1 again, you know? I guess the point I'm trying to make is, a Sonic game, the core gameplay elements are relatively the same as they usually are. Like, you play Sonic for that experience. So when you have a platforming mascot that's a long-running thing, and the gameplay doesn't usually change up too radically, having new locations is absolutely paramount 
to creating longevity in that franchise. Like, if you're having a platforming game, which is kind of all about that sensation of speed, you need to be speeding through new places from game to game, because otherwise, what's the point of releasing a new game? I'll explain and later, that... though, why I've warmed Otherwise, up. it's an expansion pack. Yeah, and I'll explain later yeah. why I've warmed up to cyberspace when we get a bit more in the weeds there. Um, but, like, this is coming from someone who has warmed up to it. I still fully understand why there might be some people who haven't warmed up to it. And and that's my thing is like um, is because uh because I started like kind of looking for some of some of those opposing takes like again to me it's not a big deal but I'm seeing that it is a big deal to a lot of other people and I'm just trying to come to a firm understanding of why that is and I think that I'm there and I get it and I'm like um I understand and especially because it's so prominent in marketing and everything like that then Sega has opened up that criticism. It's valid. Like, if they want to be showing it off that much, then it's something that's going to get talked about. And um, my thing is that even if the, it, the... The sad thing about it is is that the cyberspace levels, I honestly think I'm going to have a lot of fun with. I'm looking forward to them personally. The thing is is that they might be fine on their own, but this response is a direct consequence to the way they've handled the franchise up to this point. Um, regardless of the fact that I think that this might end up being one of the smartest reuses of a bunch of like older uh older levels and areas and and uh, assets and everything like that in a vacuum on the brighter on the broader scope when you're looking at the rest of the franchise especially as of, of recent years then it doesn't it doesn't stand out the way that it can it's incapable of being taken on its own it has to be like uh, levied against the fact that we've been here so many times in the past decade yeah this would all be like if they hadn't you know if forces of mania didn't exist this would all be very exciting um but i yeah. i guess what's made me warm up to it a little bit i guess is i saw i think green hill act two or whatever it's going to be called like they're, they're, they're not even calling it they're calling it like one 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 two and stuff like that um i saw the second green hill act and I saw Sonic grinding on these rails and in the background it was like a sunset and just everything was just floating in the air and it was just this absolute like calamity and I was just looking at that I was like this isn't like it, it, it's Green Hill sure but it's not Green Hill if you get me like this is not the it's... same thing like the... uh, hang on I mean it's supposed to be like a uh, it's supposed to be Sonic's memories there so like seeing all the different things going on it makes sense, but there's also the there's the other aspect of that, like if all of that is just window dressing on the exact same level design again. Eh. Uh, like I'm yeah, like that that is one thing. I mean, like I think that's an aspect that's been blown out of proportion a little bit as well. Leave it to the Sonic fan base to blow something out of proportion. But like, yes, that first <laughs> level is undeniably Windmill Isle Act One with uh, yeah. you know different dressing. But then there's people like, oh, there's a loop. That's just like in Sonic Generations and stuff. It's like, okay, let's let's cool it a little bit, okay? Like, that's not yeah. productive. Um, I think the I think the thing with me as I'm looking at all this is like I understand why people freak out because we've had so many times getting burned by Sonic Team. We, like, I get it. But there's a certain point where like people, I don't think people get that the cyberspace levels. So far, they look like they're only going to take up maybe 5% of the actual runtime of the game. And they're a thing that can be either just mildly inconvenient or tacitly ignored 
for the majority of the game based on what we've been told so far about how the game works, which means almost all of the focus, at least for me, should probably be on the open world aspect, the, the frontier part of Sonic Frontier. That's the thing. This game is going to live and die <laughs> by how fun the open zones are. Also, yeah. should we slow the conversation down just a tad because Nick has gone into null space? I think so. Shall we... Um... Shall we go over to the pause screen and just wait for Nick to get back, or shall we just try and kill time? Oh, slow. Slow speaking. Eventually, Nick will return. How are you, Wayne? My back hurts. <laughs> God damn it. When you are getting old. No, Wayne's just moving at super speed. We all seem slow compared to him. That means he's aging faster. Yep. We could actually fill the time in with super chats real quick. Shall we do that then? But be sure to leave like a B at where we last stopped. Because I think we only have one. There's only that one. We haven't, already... <laughs> <laughs> we haven't read already. Well, I guess we could kill time by me trying to explain the ending of Lost. No, no, oh, no, damn. we're good. We're good. We're good. No, we're good. Well, that's what the super chat wants. Unless you do, you, do you want me to start explaining the entirety of the Resident Evil lore? Or we'll do that. Has anyone we do, asked we you to do that? The... Has, has any no. super chat asked you to do that? I, Killian, why have you, why have you subjected us? Look, to here's this? the thing: is I haven't seen Lost, <laughs> so I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you. It's not exactly peak television, honestly. If you've heard of uh, Billiam on YouTube, go watch his videos about Lost. They're more entertaining than the actual show. Right. So, what does the super chat say, Wallace? The super chat is from Killian McMurphy, a dollar ninety nine. No pup, please explain the ending of Lost. Okay, um, they got lost, and now they are found. Actually, they got off the island at one point, and then they decided to go back. Why would you do that? I uh, dumb, like, destiny bullshit, I don't fucking remember. Um, and then we got Mr. Krebs with $1.99, Klonoa time, Wayne. And then we have infamous.jpg with $1.99, good morning, handsome people. <laughs> Bold good of you to assume that I'm handsome. Bold of you to assume it's morning. Yeah, over here it's actually early evening. Wrong on uh, Pup's account oh, twice. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Phoenix sends two, two licks and says, Cirrus, explain all Resident Evil lore immediately. Well, we're gonna... virus got Virus got out, world went boom. They're now zombies. But sometime, nuclear bomb. Where's my phone? Here it is. There you go. I should probably. I just, I just condensed it. every Resident Evil game for you. Sometimes zombie, sometimes parasite. Who knows? Um, Damnimals BP Power since five USD. Why not pass the time with the top ten scariest, sexiest Sonic robots? <laughs> XD. God damn it. Um. Uh, well, Gamma is on top. 
that one SWAT bot that said there's no fun allowed, I'm pretty sure he's a dom. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, SS SS06 Super Saiyan Sonic 06. I'm gonna assume. A dollar ninety nine. Did Nick went to the Starfall Islands? No, he uh, he got transported to Brazil. He's I in think we... Cyber Brazil right now. <clears throat> Can you guys hear me? Uh, kind yeah, of. You, you yeah, sound, you sound deep fried, but yeah. Yeah, you sound a little toilety, but you sound, you know, hearable. Yeah, no, my my internet's gone, guys. It's gone. Uh, it's just come. It's it's not coming back. It's gone. That's a bit. Oh, no. So, next um, time on Sunset City Z. Well, this is okay. I've heard podcasts with worse audio. It's all good. Did, it's did the did the uh, did the internet take the kids with it? Yeah. Yeah. The internet went to Brazil. No, it says it says my Ethernet's connected, but like absolutely nothing on my computer. Like everything in my area is fine. I don't know what happened, but my internet is it's just gone. It could just be completely. a temporary dropout, man. It's only a spike. It will soon stabilize. Well, I, I mean, I've, we've been waiting for like five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Like it, again, a dropout can last around about twenty, ten minutes, whatever. Either way. Um, right, where did we get up to on the Super Chats? We can put a B next to that, and then we can resume them. At uh, the end. We ended I... on the Starfall Islands one, I think. I, are you fine to are you fine to stay on this way, Nick? I'm trying to get my Bluetooth to work. <laughs> I gotcha. Bear with me. Okay, so, um, we got we to gotta... the Starfall Islands. Um, is that where we're leaving it? Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, so. There's a B there now. What? approximately were we saying we got sonic saiyan 07 right, or are we uh skipping on the yeah, we're, we're gonna do the super chats at the end now that we nope nick's ah, gone fair, again fair, fair. nope he's gone again super chats <laughs> nope, super chats from sonic saiyan 07 thank you for the five dollars i uh i bought up a theory that memory means data storage opposed to the past given the digital theming that sonic still recognizes his friends that's Seeing everything as cyberspace and data and memory storage, like I feel like that's all probably very intentional. What if it's a meta narrative at the fact that Sonic is literally a digital? Don't creation? say meta with Sonic; it's evil. Never do that. <laughs> Sonic Oz fans Jam. don't like it when you say that. Oz Jam H with five bucks. I just got here, but ironically, I'd rather be in Sonic Discourse than another fandom that is also meltdowning. So yeah, a masochist I am. No, to be fair, I'd rather be involved in this Sonic stuff than like the time when they changed Peter Parker's face in Spider-Man Remastered. Oh my I'm... god! <laughs> I mean, like, uh, it, which uh, I think the remastered face is better. Agreed. But um, it is. Yeah, it just yeah. is. Yeah, solidarity, it's my more brother. Realistic. It's just a better model overall. Like he, he doesn't have those weird zombie eyes. You can you can you know be resistant to the change all you want, but don't try and tell me it looks bad with any sense of objectivity because you're not going to win that. Yeah. <sighs> where 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 are we at now? Welcome to Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, Go Kenji with five. Um, that. Um, sorry. Says uh, Pop's opinion of the X Men in the current MCU. The only one we've seen so far is Professor X, I guess. And I don't know if I I I don't know. Like, we don't really have anything yet. Uh, Just... I I think they need to introduce them sooner than later, though. Because my interest in the MCU is really, really fatigued at this point, and like, uh, I, I feel yeah, I still have yet to watch She-Hulk. I haven't watched Moon Knight. I haven't watched Ms. Marvel. 
and I haven't yet watched any of She-Hulk. So. Moon Knight was frustrating because it was like good, but god damn it did not need to be like a six episode series it should have just been like a movie like a straight to disney plus movie yeah didn't someone that... edit it into like a movie as well or was that obi-wan i'm thinking of there's so much fucking fluff because i think obi-wan had the exact same problem and i think that's an issue with a lot of the marvel disney plus shows they really gotta like consolidate this shit down it doesn't warrant these like tv series the disney plus shows are just they're big budget but the writing quality is just not there and yeah. and uh, gamepologist is back, so we can put a B there. I think his I think his uh, headset's being fucky. It's only a matter of time. I think I think he's uh, yeah, he's having some cyberspace trouble. Yeah. So we're just gonna sit here in silence for a bit, then, yeah. Silent reading. No. Time. Oh, sorry. Well, I was we responding well, to we got two hundred sixty-eight viewers. We just sit here in silence. Perfect. Um, I mean, if it's silent, there's no reason to turn it off because there's nothing offensive going on, you know? Like, um, perfect. Oh, it's the perfect show that won't upset anybody. Wayne, you didn't get the name down for this one. Oh, shoot. Did I not? Uh, yeah. Here, let me... Two something. I, sometimes... It, 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 the thing is, is like the chat's constantly moving as yeah, I'm no, like... I, I sometimes get it. it gets clicked <laughs> away. It moves the goalposts, like me. Uh, so I'll <laughs> scroll up. Oh my god. I will let's see. It's it perfect. CHF. Uh, let's see. Ah, um, okay, it was Phoenix. Cirrus and others, how hyped are you for the Resi 4 remake? I'm not. I'm, I'm just not. I still need to beat the first I, one entirely. I, I still need to play the original Resident Evil 4 uh, to any capacity. Uh, so. so here's my deal. And I'm going to go off on a tangent, and I hate that I'm going to have to do this, because we're, no we're now talking about one of my favorite games that has ever been made. Resident Evil 4 is one of the few games that is near perfect, which is saying something for how up and down that freaking franchise is to begin with. It is, it is a game that has neither needed a remake nor warrants one, as it's never aged poorly outside of its graphics, which... A good remaster can do that anyway. I do not like the voice they have given us for Sadler. I do not like uh, the the direction they've gone with the design for the game itself. The only thing that I'm going to grant that game is that it looks like they're going to make more of the game take place at night as opposed to day, which that game kind of needed, but it really wasn't warranted because the whole point was you spent the first 30 minutes of the daytime and then everything went to shit at night. But Okay, sure. Tiny, no. so, are you again? Uh, are you able to speak? I have no idea. Okay, we can Oof. hear you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's happening, man. Like my Bluetooth headset's not connecting to my phone. I mean, it's connecting to my phone, won't connect to Discord. And now the internet's trying to get back up, but it's blocking from everything. Uh, I'm bouncing out, boys. Like I, I'm not doing this. So you guys enjoy the rest of the podcast. Very sorry I have to bail on this. I It's just out of my control. Yeah, sorry, sorry, buddy. Fun, man. I understand. Technical things happen. We will carry it on in your name. I'm very excited to hear all of your opinions on, on the trailers and everybody. Thanks, thanks for hanging hanging out with me. And I'll, I'll catch you all. Time. Yeah. See you guys. We'll see you soon, man. <laughs> Bye. Well, that was painful. I'll have to... <laughs> I'll have to do an actual like discussion about RE4 on my channel now, so that way me and Phoenix can hash out our differences. 
I will say, just kind of based off, uh, like, outsider's perspective, Resident Evil 4 is a game that has been so readily available on literally everything ever since it came out, regardless of what the director said was going to be the case. And um, it does hold up, from what I've been able to tell. So doesn't that mean that they can just kind of, like, have more liberties with a remake? Because it's not like it, it tarnishes any uh, any semblance of the original. I think like... so for, for me, the issue isn't that it's going to tarnish the original. My issue is that in terms of Resident Evil games uh, that existed around that time, there is one Resident Evil game that warrants a remake above all others because it so desperately needs another pass. And oh, it was not for it was Code Veronica. Okay. Co Code Veronica is desperate for someone to grab that game and make it into something far greater than what we originally got. Because Code Veronica dropped a lot of balls. And I I love that game. But it dropped a lot of of just important things when it when it was made. This um this next super chat, by the way should be, I think, the last Super Chat before we go back into conversation, because I think it's a good segue. Um, David Crespo sends uh, $1.99. So, speed sliders. You guys know much about the speed sliders in Frontiers? Oh, I... yeah, the we you can, like, change it to where you've got a higher maximum speed, or, like, there's a lower speed threshold for your uh, for, that your boost gives you in the beginning. Yeah, like, the bottom speed is lower. It takes longer for the boost to, like, fully reach yeah. its maximum I think that's fantastic. I I see it as nothing but a good thing. Yeah. I do too. Like just it's have either of you played the conduit on the Wii? No. Okay. So this is they're doing what the conduit did. So the conduit was one of uh, I will say the first perfectly controlling first person shooter on the Wii and I can only really name th uh like four good first person shooters or four good first person games on the Wii and three that controlled perfectly. Um, but what the conduit did when it came out, which was also a Sega published game, by the way, um, is they had sliders for practically everything you could think of and fully mappable controls. And you could even take like, you could even remove motion controls from the game completely if you so chose uh, outside of like the Wii mode itself. And then they added dual analog to the, to the sequel. Uh, but they basically, no matter what kind of first person shooter you preferred to play, you could set it up to where it felt like Red Steel. You could set it up to where it felt like one of the Call of Duty games. You could set it up to where it felt like Metroid Prime 3. Or you could set it up to where it felt like a PC shooter. And all of it was possible in engine because they had completely customizable sliders and if if this is that then i will be happy because because ev every time i got somebody into playing conduit online every single time if they had a complaint about the controls we went into the system fixed it to their liking and i never heard a complaint about that game's controls ever again so if we get that here and it's the same deal i will be over the fucking moon and yes, yeah. one and only Donkey, you can change conduit controls on the fly. You should be able to do that with these speed ones as well, I believe, because it showed it. The the stuff showed it just like in pause menu, wasn't it? Yeah, I I think that that's pretty much what it was, and and that's my thing is like, God, video games, especially if we're talking like open world stuff, where the the base gameplay is centered around traversal and mm -hmm. movement. 
there's no good reason not to add customization to that in an open world title based around moving around. I mean, it, what what does that hurt? I mean, uh, really, all that that means is that you can just make it as comfortable as you want. I I think it's great. I think one of the things I'm most maybe excited for is just experimenting with that because I'm looking forward to, like, here's the thing, like, just for like a meme for like a live stream, you could always do like playing Sonic Frontiers from start to finish with all of the speed on bottom. So just the slowest <laughs> playthrough possible. But also, like, you could do it so, like, your bottom speed is slow and your top speed is really fast, and then you could kind of do what you can to kind of mimic the physics of the classic Sonic games. Like, there is a possibility that we could actually have kind of a momentum-based Sonic game on our hands here. Also, um... When he does the drop dash, uh, which I saw in the 15-minute demo, he does have ball physics when he does that, which is really exciting. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm actually so excited for that. I can't wait to to get my hands on this game and just mess around with it. <laughs> like, this is going to be fun. I'm excited to be excited about a Sonic game, and that's a dumb sentence. I think Gilly was also bang on the money when he was saying, like, it's Super Sonic 64 at the reveal, like, when they did the gameplay reveal. Like, we've now mm -hmm. got the most versatile Sonic we've ever had. Like, whether or not he controls well or not, is that's another question. We've got the most versatile Sonic ever. He's got, you know, the boost. I mean, it's a rechargeable boost now, but, like, he's got the boost. He can drop dash. He can light speed dash now. He can drift. He can also do his parkour stuff from Sonic Lost World. Like, we have the most comprehensive moveset for Sonic to date. And that was one of the big things with, like, Super Mario 64 was how much you could do with that character when you got to really know their controls and such. So, as I say, I think Gilly was on the money with that. Um, and I'm just excited to be able to experiment with all the things Sonic can do in these big open areas. I think this was a really good way of showcasing that. I will say this, I do see it as kind of another throw of the dice, effectively. Like, in that it's another way of Sega trying to make Sonic work not in 3d but make this whole thing of this blistering speed hedgehog work because obviously like since unleashed i know a lot of people like to say unleashed got it right but since unleashed they've been trying to find ways to have that blisteringly fast gameplay work in a game that still feels long and substantial and like you know they've tried everything from werehog to mostly 2d arcade stages to having classic sonic back I think this open world element is another throw of the dice, but I think, you know, I think it's good that they're clearly keeping in touch with what people love about Sonic with cyberspace being as arcadey as it looks. Would I love it if we could have long levels and stuff? Yeah, but we'll have to see how it works in the actual final game. But like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very, very, very excited for this one. I'm I'm looking at the cyberspace levels almost as the uh, the shrines from Breath Mario, of the Wild. Uh, yeah, super, basically, uh, Super Mario, Zelda. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I... I'm, I'm... Sorry, go on. Oh no, no, no! I agree. Um, my thing is that I would, I because I was thinking about this yesterday, and I was like, dude, if if these are almost like the equivalent of shrines in Breath of the Wild, I would rather, for as many times as we have already seen them get the same levels that we've had before from other Sonic games, even recently, if it meant that every single one of them didn't look like the same boring blue sci-fi aesthetic that every shrine in that game has. I love Breath of the Wild, but Jesus Christ. Don't give Sega ideas. 
<laughs> they can't be trusted. <laughs> um, I they I, will I take hated... that to the bank. <laughs> I I hated just how redundant the visual style of the of the Breath of the Wild shrines were. It was it was uh god it was disappointing i mean i, I, I did not like that that's something that's really good about sonic frontiers actually is that it does appear to be breaking the monotony of the typical open world formula in that you've got more than one island because the thing with breath of the world is hyrule is hyrule and it all looks like hyrule you know yeah um whereas sonic you know it's gonna vary from place to place i mean actually i say that no there's a snowy area in hyrule and stuff so Okay, I'm gonna take. Well, there's there's snowy areas, desert. There's jungles. There's like yeah, I, I'll, I mean, I'll take an L there. Like, but yeah, like with Sonic. No, I, I get what you. Wait, I get what you mean though. With Sonic Frontiers, like again, I, I I think the fact that they're doing cyberspace is gonna keep things fresh, and even down to like having a 2D stage or two in there is gonna ultimately keep things fresh. Like when i saw that 2d um city stage that they got which everyone's saying is radical highway but i'm not sure if i'm convinced by that i was like to be honest given the format of this game maybe having the occasional 2d stage will just keep that pace really really well like um hey sorry go ahead i feel like sonic forces set a precedent with the sonic fans it it like you know it showed us everything that can go wrong with a game that has short bite-sized levels, that has linearity, that has lots of dependency on 2D and stuff. And I feel like people just wanted to see that stuff gone for the next game. But Sonic Frontiers is out here instead saying, here's how we can make this work. And yeah. so I'm interested like in seeing how that goes down. I do think there's a strong chance that this could be a contender for best 3d sonic game like the, the ideas on paper if they're executed right the potential's there yeah i'm my my thing with this is if they because it looks like they're just trying to copy a bunch of the design sensibilities from uh from breath of the wild however as opposed to one giant map we're getting seven moderately sized maps if every single one of these maps is like the size of the tutorial area from Breath of the Wild, that fine. That's that is a fantastically large game. That's like that's basically giving me a Mario 64 slash Mario Sunshine type of deal with just a handful of large open spaces to just dick around in. If if this game ignoring everything that it is trying to do in terms of these are your cyberspace levels, this is the story, this is everything. If this game is just fun to run around in just running around in that's fine that that's literally all it needs to be for me at this point i just want to be able to run around in this environment and dick off and if i can do that and it feels good and those sliders give me the ability to make this feel amazing to just run around in a physics playground i'll probably end up doing that for three hours and then everybody else i know will be decently far ahead in the story and i'll have to play catch up you... and i'll be happy with that reality do you know much about the action mode and the high speed mode? Uh, I know that they said that uh, like action mode was almost like the beginner mode as ter in terms of controls. So I've and seen then... actual gameplay of both now from Gamescom. Um, and yeah, so action mode, when I was watching them play Cyberspace Sky Sanctuary, I was like, oh, that does look sluggish. Like Sonic does appear to be quite slow in mm -hmm. action mode. And the thing is, he's got an unlimited boost. 
in that mode. So boost is more like a run button, effectively. But um, even then, the boost is not anywhere near as fast as it is in the high speed mode. Um, at the same time, I also think that's the mode they showcased first as well. Like, Sonic's speed in that initial gameplay reveal was quite slow compared to what it is in a lot of the other Hedgehog Engine games. Um, but, like, high speed mode appears to be much more in line with what I think we would expect from, like, generations. Still, not quite when as you, fast as that, but, like... When you say unlimited boost, you're meaning, like, the boost gauge doesn't go down, correct? Yeah, it doesn't go down. Whereas okay, because in... I was thinking, like, the difference between, like, unleashed regular and unleashed, where boost uh, is a rationable thing in unleashed. Yeah, no, in, in versus, neither, of, uh, these, uh, hold down. neither yeah. of these modes have a rationed boost. Um, but high and speed boost. mode, the boost... Unleashed. The boost recharges over time, so you don't have to collect rings or white wisps. You just have to use it, I, I don't know, as and when you can, basically. Um, mm. One thing I fucking hate about Sonic Frontiers so far. One thing that as soon as I saw it, I was like, ew. The boost gauge. The heads-up display for the boost gauge being this little circle that's right next to Sonic's head. I hate that so much. It should be on the bottom left of the screen or something. Because... When it's right next to Sonic, it's slap bang in the middle. It looks like it's a part of him. And it's just distracting. I don't like it being there, and I hope you can turn it off. If you can't, it's not a deal breaker, but I don't like that. I think that's a bad move. I I did notice something kind of interesting in the uh in the trailer for uh in the story trailer that we got. Uh, if anybody has it pulled up, um Look about 35 seconds into the trailer uh, when Sonic is in the sandy environment with the palm trees everywhere. And tell me if you see what I see in the background. Uh, I don't have it up right now. Um... Yeah, can, can you pull it up? Do you want me to pull it up on stream? Can you, can you get it up? Can you get it up, up? I can never get it up. It's not very nice of you to joke about that. <laughs> and they're claiming to be nice. I'm totally just kidding, guys. Uh, okay, <laughs> let me. Uh, Sonic Frontiers story. What a time to spring this up on me, you bitch. Um, right. Okay. Now, oh, be quiet. Be silent. Let's go screening. Oh, it's just me. I don't have your reactive images in here yet. Okay. Um, window. Okay. Get rid of myself. Okay, right. Where, where do you want me to go? Uh, 35 seconds in when he's running on the sandy area with the, uh, with the palm trees in the background. Like, the palm trees around him. Should I pause it? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so pause it when it gets to the palm trees, right? Yep. Okay, I've got it paused. What am I looking okay, at? Are uh, we just are we just looking at the uh, the island in the, in the back of the red thing to the right? Is that an island in the background or is that a city? Let's see. It could go. Do those, both do those look kind of like oh, buildings? Oh wait! They do, oh wait! They? That they so they're it, it's weird. So let me get that up here. Let me. That looks like either a. A city that has had all of its textures derezzed, yeah, or island. Because like I'm looking at the uh, the fact that there's a natural slope at the top of each of those, as opposed to like 
like and they a, all a have hard edge. Yeah, they kind and of they all edge. have and they all have flat tops on the top, like you're supposed to stand on them. Like I would expect a few of those to look more like skyscrapery as opposed to all being flat tops if that were a city. And that slope on the on the bottom right, that looks it looks like it's just another island. Well that is see, that's why I wanted to get somebody else's opinion, because first thing I thought of was city. And uh actually uh Nick kind of kind of said exactly what ran through my mind is that it almost looked like Station Square off in the background. Oh, that'd hmm. be sick, but I I doubt it. But like Um <clears throat> I think it's it, a mountain I swear range if we hear or a canyon. Can you can you imagine if you, you step on that beach and like you can't see anything yet? It's like all fogged, but just like every so everything's under fog. You're in, you're on a beach, not this one, but the, the one on the other shore, and you just hear like very faint every now and again notes from the station square theme, just like every once in a while as you're walking around, and then you never actually get to be in station square, but like it's just a thing that fans have to catch on. Like, oh, these aren't rocks that are shouted in, in shadow. These are buildings. Sonic just can't remember. It'd be cool, though, but it would imply that Station Square and the Starfall Islands are just really close to each other, which would take away a lot of their mystique. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. uh, it, it, it very well could just be a bunch of cliffs off on an island. I think that's less interesting. Uh, I would love it if it was, like, maybe not Station Square, but, like, just a an abandoned like city full of like dead skyscrapers could be like a form like, of like ancient city or something maybe yeah uh otherwise if it's just a bunch of cliffs off in the background that's eh, whatever um it, the, i don't know the the natural slopes look to be very cliffy but at the same time <sighs> it's another one of those times wayne i want you to be right <laughs> i want you to be correct it would be cool but... if you're right but what I'm going to do is assume that it's just a cliff. And then if it's anything yeah. else, I'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. It's because, like, I, I mean, if we're being realistic here, it's probably just a bunch of cliffs. But it's just something that's sort of uh, stuck out of my brain when I was watching the trailer. And I was just like, yo, wait a minute. And I'm unsure. And it would just be really cool if there was something a little bit more interesting going on there. than oh, you can just see one of the other Starfall Islands in the background when you're on this one. God, the sky looks kind of imposing in this image, doesn't it? Ned says there's actually a leak that said there was a station square kind of area. Really? Like, outside of the cyberspace area? Because, like, I could understand if, like, station square was a background piece to one of the cyberspace areas, but... I know that a lot with... of leaks have been confirmed correct, but I'm still not going to bet a lot of money on any of the leaks because I'm just not that kind of guy. <laughs> Major plot twist, because uh, they uh, <laughs> they basically said that the uh, um, Sonic's world is just made up of a bunch of islands, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah, yeah. Plot twist of the game is gonna be uh, they're they they're gonna pull a Jack two, and they're gonna be like, oh, this is just like off in the future, uh, er, er, or was it the past? I don't remember in that one, but like in in Frontiers, when you go to the Starfall Islands, you're really just traveling through time. And this is just off in the future after, like, humanity has is, is died off and, like, this is all that's left. And Sonic's stuck there and he's no longer got yeah. any of his human friends. And that's how like, they... And it's a prequel to Sonic Forces and that's how they justify it all being animal people in that game. 
<laughs> and then like uh uh Eggman uh created like those those like alien robots that we keep seeing. Um he was trying to harness the power of the Phantom Ruby and accidentally gave it sentient life thus creating Sage. This is my headcanon until it's proven uh until it's proven until wrong. It's proven wrong. <laughs> okay, so can I go back to the main screen? Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um yeah, we've also had a cutscene of Eggman as well. Um and it feels like Ian Flynn dialogue, which I'm liking. I'm I'm happy about that. Um, I haven't seen the uh, cutscene with Eggman. Oh, um, yeah, no, he kind of admits weakness to himself. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Um, but it's cool. It's very cool. Um, here we go. Wait, why is there no volume on this? Hold on. Oh, it's because, oh, I'm just looking, I have to read the dialogue here. Eggman saying, I appear to be in a digital dimension. I've employed similar constructs in my own systems, but this is markedly more advanced. That's a weird admission from him. Well, he acknowledges that. At least in, like, uh, IDW, like, he's, um, he has, on occasion, not really had a problem praising like tech, at least like technological. Oh, like, are you like how he wouldn't pra he wouldn't praise anything that uh that Doctor Starline did, but he was always paying attention. Wait, he was sure, he sorry. has praised uh indirectly to a degree, but he's praised Tails's intelligence mostly. I think he just respects uh Tails as an engineer. Sirius, are you watching um, the full cutscene though? I'm watching the uh, the full cutscene. Yes, where it says like, "Don't let anyone hear you say that." Out yeah, loud. he presses yeah. he presses a button on his uh apparently one of the yellow buttons on his thing is actually a recording device. Oh, Note to self: don't uh, don't admit that to anyone. It's kind of cool. I, I quite I, I'm already liking what Flynn is doing with Eggman in this game. So the amount of data stored here uh, defies what is it? What is that word? Hold on. Defies quantification. Okay, so too much. Way too much data for him to be able to tell. He likes his scientific Eggman, I notice. Like, he portrays that's... him much more as a scientist and a strategist than well, Paul Taff ever did. Nick just said, uh, he's still a scientist. He likes learning despite his ego. Uh, sees it as something to learn and take advantage of. Yeah. Have you guys also like seen he's... the, um... Sorry, go on, Sirius, because you're still on top of I was gonna of say, he's a, he's, a sci he's a scientist first and a narcissist second. But it's a close second. Have you seen um, uh, the uh, interactive cutscene with the Titan, or the? I have not yet. Titan no boss fight. The thing I like about it is, yes, it's a series of homing attacks. It's effectively a quick time event, but the camera angles are so like dynamic. The camera is constantly twisting with every homing attack you do. I think that's mm. awesome. Like we are really getting some of those cinematic aspects back. I also just like the Assassin's Creed style loading screens as well, where it gives you like a little tutorial in this white void and you can actually control Sonic. Mm hmm. I mean, that's kind of like, um, whatchamacallit, that's almost like the way the tutorial worked in, we're getting a lot of these again, um, the beginning of Sonic and the Secret Rings, where like you were in a separate location cut away from the story to learn about how to control and then you would be brought back into the story when you were done like it's, what's it's up? also like uh bayonetta where in bayonetta you could actually practice combos and stuff during the loading screen and it would show you your input so you could get a good idea of like what does what uh, outside of a combat scenario mm. 
it, I, I guess the bottom line is it looks like Sonic has actually catched up with the rest of the gaming industry in this game. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awkward I, to hear, but it's not untrue. I, I made a I made a passing joke earlier, um, comparing like Sonic uh, as com uh, sorry as opposed to a quote unquote real video game. I don't want anybody to take that too seriously. That was a joke, um, but I do agree is that it does kind of feel like Sonic just. Catching up a little bit, finally, I mean, it, ironically. It's no longer a budget title, and it no longer yeah. looks like a budget title. Like, that's something I'm really happy about, is, like, I've never seen this much emphasis in Sonic marketing on the game being big and, like, sort of a high-budget experience. You can still see where they've cut some corners, like cyberspace reusing assets, and, like, Sonic's animation blending is still very pooey in-game. And we are still, like, I did still see quite a bit of pop-in and pop-out, for like some of the models in the distance not as egregious as that first reveal but like it's still there um so it is quite clear where some corners has been cut some money's been saved but it's still like i'm i'm very enthusiastic about this this looks like we are finally finally getting a sonic game that's going big yeah that's been one of the issues i've had with like like take sonic forces sonic forces is a game that should have it I should know, be big it should be big. It should feel huge, but it feels like it takes place in only like four locations. Yeah, it's like it's um... got the <laughs> like the storyline of this thing is like the ultimate extreme. Eggman wins. That should be the most event status Sonic game ever made. Yet it feels like a filler game. Yeah, and so this this feels like it's going to be giving us closer to what we've wanted in terms of uh, like the actual potential of a Sonic game in terms of scope because like. What's one of the biggest problems with Sonic in general? It's the fact that so much of the world flies by you while you are running, which makes it very hard to make a world large enough to do all the things you want to do. That should force a game to give you like a, a large scope in terms of its design. And that's stuff like Forces didn't. This looks like it's actually giving us that freedom to... God, I hate to say it this way, but the freedom to actually be Sonic for more than a handful it of really minutes. It really makes you feel like Batman. It really makes you feel like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I, I hope the islands are big enough. That's, like, I think my main concern is that maybe the islands won't be big enough and that everything you have to do in the islands starts to feel very repetitive. Like, that is a problem you can run into with these sort of open-world, open-zone games. Like, Assassin's Creed 1, for example. Very, very grindy game. Um... We'll have to see, but like, I'm kind of hoping like it's not overly repetitive. I'm hoping so, too. The combat in this game feels like you can have it one of two ways. You can either have it fun or you can have it quick. Yeah, like, there's, also, you can like, either... there's the auto combo button as well, isn't there? Like, there's a toggle where you can make it so that you're effectively just... You do a homing attack and then watch Sonic just fight the enemy for you. Yeah, and I don't like That's that. Lame. That feels very... Mo that feels mobile gamey to me. Yeah. And I'm just, well, it's just, I'm just not it's here more for automation, that. isn't it? Like, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'd be happy if we never had any of that ever again. Like, I understand some automation being required when you like have a loop to loop or something because changing player input during a loop, not super great in 3D or in in anything really. Uh, but I, I just don't want to see this game going that route where like i've played enough mobile games where they go like hey we can take the controls from you I'm like i don't want you to do that i'm playing the video game to control it who designed this 
Sonic Forces yeah. when like Sonic is literally just running on the sand and it's all automated. I remember that being a weird thing about Knack, actually. I remember Knack for PlayStation 4 was like a release title. Oh, yeah, game of every year. Oh, yeah. God, the best game ever. I found it so weird how many little basic things were just automated. Like, you'd have, like, you'd be going through the level, and then you get to a point where it just switches to a cutscene, and then Knack jumps off a ledge, and it cuts back to in-game. It's like, could I not have just done that myself? <laughs> I was like... That was a terrible Man, game. they leaned into that. That was their tech demo to show off what the PS4 could do. That game fucking sucked. It just wasn't fun. <sighs> like, that's Man, the thing. It, is like, I, I know that... I, I don't know if I'm getting this wrong. I hope I'm not. But like from my understanding from a conversation I had with like, Nick and Gilly last night... And again, I don't want to misrepresent what they think or what they say, but it was quite funny because we got into like a discussion of like Sonic Labyrinth versus Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric. And kind of, like, the thing I was thinking is, like, Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric is not a technically functioning game, but I'd definitely rather play it than something that's the opposite of fun, like Sonic Labyrinth. And I kind of see it that way with Knack as well. Like, Knack is a perfectly competent game. I'd rather play Sonic 06 and Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric any day over Knack. Fuck Knack. Knack Dude, sucks. I'll t- well, yeah, the, I, think, I think the problem with Knack is that it, from what I can tell, it's functional. Yeah, it's functional. But it it's is boring. the yeah, yeah, which is the worst thing a game can be. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I, absolutely. My standard is, like, I would much rather have a game that's interesting but technically low quality than a game that is just fundamentally boring. I, I will mm. play a completely terrible game before I waste my time on a boring one. Which is... At least a terrible one gives you something to talk about. A boring one just... Yeah. Which is why I'm never playing <laughs> Ultimate Alliance again. Fuck all y'all, you're all wrong. Ultimate Alliance is boring as shit. Okay, moving on to the next topic. I um, I really hope that, you know, Sonic Frontiers, they've done it well and they stick with this formula going forward. I want them to give Sonic Forces another try in this format. As in, like, the concept of Robotnik's won and you have to get the world back. I think they're not going to be able to do it the way they did the first time. Thank fuck. But I think... They'd probably have to go more like the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart route, where it's like you've gone to a dimension where Robotnik's won. But like, I I just I want to see Robotnik take over the world again. I want to see it done well, because that concept was so fucking wasted. I also enjoyed the Metal Virus saga. Yeah, do Metal Virus, fuck it, you know, like do a Metal Virus just, game. Just do, just do the Metal Virus. Do that. I'm not gay. You know, you say that. I don't believe you. You know, it's weird. I swear we go on more tangents when Nick is here. <laughs> I think I, we're we're infinitely more focused when it's just us. I think I think I know what it is. We need to fire like, Nick. No, we like Nick. disappointing oh, no. him. We we like to we wind li- him up. We like to ruin his day. Like the the idea of disappointing him is so it, it's so ingrained in us that if, if, we, <laughs> if he's here. Then we'll do it, but if he's not here, then we're just like, nope, let's do it yet. Let's do it perfect every single time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the fun of the show, to be honest, though, isn't it? Like, this is Pissing as, off Nick? It's not as fun without pissing off Nick. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's a family Did we... thing. <laughs> Did we have anything else, like, specifically from this trailer we wanted to touch on? 
I've been more talking about the Gamescom footage, like the stuff that's come from like the monitors and stuff. But like, gotcha. I basically yeah. talked about the trailer um, when it came out. So I'm more intrigued to hear what you guys have to say, and then I guess I'll kind of just bounce off of that. Just where where this game is concerned, I am more interested than anything in just what we're going to get when it finally comes out. I because here's the thing. All the stuff we've gotten in fragments, it all looks amazing to me or something that I can just sleep under the rug. Like, okay, yeah, we have a uh, we we have levels that are lifted from other levels, but if they're basically just the shrines from Breath of the Wild, I don't care. They could literally all be asset swaps and level lifts from other levels, and I wouldn't care cuz they wouldn't take up enough of the game for it to be a thing that I care about or really even notice if i have to stop playing sonic frontiers for you know a minute to play a level from sonic forces and then go back to frontiers that's fine because you know what my problem with frontiers well not my problem with frontiers my problem with forces where that was concerned the fact that whenever i finished a level i had to watch the game tell me all of the clothes i had won slowly there was that and i also and... said like you know <laughs> People are afraid of cyberspace having forces level design. And I think it's still a fair criticism. We're not trying to invalidate that at all. At the same time, the way I see it, having a game that is an open world, open zone title that has these little bite-sized levels in it. Okay, that's fine. Having a game that is just bite-sized levels. No, 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 no. Then you got forces. Yeah, and that's like, if, if they're there as an item for me to experience on top of everything else that fantastic i'm here for 110 percent. i don't i don't care i will be happy with what that like what that ultimately is however the things that raise alarms for me with this is even looking at the new trailer stuff the combat system i Maybe it's going to be better because the combat looks a lot more intricate than what we had in, say, Sonic Heroes. But I've never really liked Sonic games that make me spend a lot of time in combat scenarios. Yeah, I've never liked the health <laughs> bar enemies in Sonic games. But Sonic Frontiers is kind of a different thing in that regard because the combat is at least a bit more interesting. If I'm just homing attacking, I'm going bonk, 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 bonk. It's not very interesting, you know? <laughs> Yeah, Whereas, like, and that's if I'm kind doing of parries and dodges, and I'm doing you know fucking you know deflections and stuff. Different matter. Yeah, if it's if it's something like that, then I'll be you know I'll be more a okay because at least at that point, I'll have more to do with this system than just dealing with everything. Um, but at the same time. I also haven't seen anything with this with the game so far that makes me so concerned. Like I've seen some some takes on Twitter. They're like, "Well, we're just going to be giving this Sonic game a pass because uh, it looks like it's doing all the things wrong." And I'm like, "This looks like it's doing everything right. Even the things that it's doing that are wrong are being done in such a fundamentally different way. Like the bite-sized levels. That is a wrong thing in Sonic. I." I said it with forces, and I'll say it over and over again. I don't like Sonic levels that are too short. I don't like them when they're too long. But if you take the two short ones and you work them in as basically shrines, cool. You've taken the bad thing and executed it better. I'm okay with that. There's enough of this game that looks like it's the things we've seen before but executed 
better or at least correctly, I'm okay with that. I will say there is still a part of me that is pining for another, like, marathon Sonic level. Another Eggman land, I guess. And we're probably not going <clears> to <throat> get that. If all of the cyberspace stages are bite-sized and the island's the main thing, I can't see the islands providing, like, a, ma- a strenuous marathon like Eggman land. I hope we do yeah. get something like that somewhere down the line. But this isn't that game. There's, that's not, they're not doing that this time. And I accept that. You know, we do, we do uh, have Nick saying, uh, "I really hope we got some Sonic Battle references in that combat." The game isn't perfect, but it made me believe in Sonic combat. And yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing is like, it's worth a shot if they can do it well. It'd be cool if they had cyberspace boss fights, and one of them was like ML. I would not mind that, because um, like, if they did an Emerald boss fight, but emerald was actually like operating almost like shadow link does because that would be in his character that's how he operated in sonic battle yeah was he just he was a simulacrum of everything every other character could do the thing is although i do think that um it said on the control scheme layout thing that some of the designs some of the levels rather not levels some of the controls that were marked in blue the image quality didn't really show any blue um but some of the controls marked in blue would not be available in cyberspace and i think what that's basically suggesting is combat is not available that's locked away yeah like that's just locked off behind the main thing so i mean you've got no reason to do that to a poor motor bug but like (laughs) it'd be funny (laughs) it'd be hilarious to do that just just be able to wail on just basic bad nicks, and like they do not explode until you're done wailing on them. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would love that. Okay, Sonic Frontiers two, do that. <laughs> Definitely, like I I don't have enough red flags. I had a few red flags earlier on, but the more we've seen of the game, it's like it's like there's been red flags, and then as they've been stitched together into the whole fabric of what we're getting. I'm more and more okay with what I what we're seeing as we go. The red flags of yeah, they've turned yellow at the very least for me. Yeah. And I I'd like to see more. I want to see more of what this game is going to be you know, delivering to us. I remember how I felt though when I first heard that like the cyberspace stages would be repeat themes. I just felt like fucking flipping a desk. But like seeing it <laughs> seeing it within the context and again, like anyone at sega if you're paying attention to us fans don't do it again let this be the last time you do this but like you know you know how it is or it could be that maybe that's just the cost of the open world like you know like if they're gonna go to the trouble of making us an open world they can't spend the time making brand new assets for cyberspace i don't know if you can do both do both i'll be very grateful Mm -hmm. And then there was silence. I'm not gonna... Wayne, what about you? I mean, I've mostly said my piece when it comes to like what we've seen so far. Uh, I like what I'm looking at. I think it looks like a lot of fun. I'm reserving a lot of my judgment. I don't like reviewing a game until I've played it. Yeah. I, I think is a stance that I've come back to a lot. Um, and uh, I think that's kind of all the, the thoughts that I have just based off of like what we've seen up till now. Right, well... So whose wife are we fucking this week then? Uh, depends on the super chats. They might have Egg- some. Eggman's. Hopefully not mine. Eggman's wife. Does not he miss his again. wife? Yes. I want to fuck my wife. 
Shall we go into Super Chats? Thanks. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I think okay. that's a thing we can do. Where are we at? Okay, Mr. Terry Chaos, or Mr. Terry Chows, with two licks. R-E-E-P-69. Big the Cat got sickness for thickness. <laughs> oh my god, we didn't talk about the fact that Big's in the game! Ah, oh, shit, yeah, that's right. I mean, we knew he was gonna be in it, but we now see a picture of him, and yeah, he's he's dead. Yeah, there's a, di there's a difference between seeing, seeing the boy himself. Yeah, it's good to see him. I, I, I like... I like seeing him. He makes me happy knowing he's back. You want to? I like. Uh, I like that we have the uh, the fishing pole in there. It is really funny to me how like how much the narrative has changed from like it was the easy meme thing to say uh, that like oh god big. Uh, big the cat who thought it would be a good idea to have a fishing mini game in Sonic. It's it's like the most generic thing you could possibly say about Sonic Adventure. Um. And now and like, we want him back. Now we all want it back. So <laughs> in Sonic Frontiers 2, can we get Werehog as well? <laughs> like, I mean, sure. honestly, sure. especially, dude, like, that's not a bad idea. Like, like I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm... it might fit better in that kind of format than it did in Unleashed. The thing is, I'm, I, I'm all for it until they say, okay, now we're gonna get classic Sonic as well. I'm like, no, boo, we've had enough of that. Keep him in his own games. Yeah. Jesus. So, the next one we have is from Astonishing Red for 4.99. Not going to lie, that November release date for Frontiers worries me. Sega wants to push the game out before Christmas regardless of what state the game is in. I I I want I want to say that I am worried about that. Um however, two things. One, we are in a world now where games release un games release unfinished all the time and I that should not be the case. We shouldn't, you know, be conditioned it's to expect that. It's a problem the industry at large, isn't it? Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a that's a huge industry issue that we've been dealing with for a while now. But we have been dealing with it for a while. I, I I'm getting numb to the fact that things will release unfinished sometimes, if not many times. Um, not to mention, we don't know how long the game has realistically been in development. Yeah, um, and we it's know already that... been delayed once. Yeah, so I'm because we don't know how long it's actually been in development, and this is just a thing that happens in the industry all the time now, and I've just gotten numb to it. I'm not too worried about that. I I should be realistically, I should be, but I'm just not. And I honestly, I'll take uh, I'll take a game like coming out and needing to be patched up uh, and stuff retroactively over uh, developers being forced into crunch. Like, yeah, I mean, if if, as... if that's what we if that's what has to happen. On top of all that, as well, I would definitely like. I mean, I have to have the game in hand to really determine whether or not it's in a releasable state because the only thing I'm seeing right now is just the object popping. And it's like, yeah, they could polish up the animations, but how much difference what, does that what make? Open world, and, like, what open world game doesn't have pop-in? I'm not really very experienced in open world, so I can't comment. Like, that might <laughs> just be part of the course. I mean, Spider-Man's an open world game, isn't it? Mm. I don't really see any pop-in in, in Spider-Man. 
if there is true but you also you're you're also zoomed in a lot closer most of the time than you would be with like sonic and that's another uh, thing also it's also a city you can hide pop in behind buildings there's an fov setting on sonic frontiers as well where you can like zoom the camera in and stuff like so it might even be that you can actually just crop out all of the pop in but at least it's not as bad as it was in like the first world showcase demo where it was like you know he would stomp on the ground and the rocks would literally appear under him (laughs) <laughs> there's no more of that from yeah. what i've seen at least that was terrible well that was the thing it was like they they literally showed off a beta build of the game didn't they mm-hmm. yeah and so it's like... like things were just appearing like one meter away from sonic like the entire time like it was ridiculous i, I do not understand why the hell they marketed it the way that they did yeah that early marketing is so weird yeah yeah man i <laughs> It's weird how much things stepped up. Like, the perfect thing to, like, show would have been, like, that little uh, Japanese trailer. You know, where, Mm -hmm. like, he's running on the landscapes and stuff. That would have been quite good to show. But, next one looks like it's you, Wayne. All right. Um, Shoot, where are we at? Uh, Super Guy 55. Okay, yeah, we got uh, Super Guy 55, uh, 449 Licks. Uh, after reusing levels and themes for so many years, it's frustrating, especially now it's that it's a literal level design. Franchise used to be so original. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, is it like... It's just the first... Just that it's linear? It's, it's, no, it's going to look similar. The first level, 1-1, one, one, the Green Hill, has literally yeah. got an identical layout to Windmill Isle Act 1 from Sonic Unleashed. Like, identical. Uh, okay. Impossible. I think I saw that... Avoid. Like, I think I saw that comparison, and I was just like, uh, when I see the characters like moving around differently, and they're like turning corners at different points and, and stuff like that, I'm like, that's not one to one the same thing. I've seen some mm-hmm. good like defenses for doing that in like a tutorial stage and stuff, um, and like you know, we'll see it when we see it. It depends how many cyberspace stages there are and how much they're doing it. I know that people have said, oh yes, uh, but Sky Sanctuary is also the same as a Potos Act Two and green hill act 2 is the same as green hill act 2 from generations they're not they're just using similar parts i kind of get the chemical plant one where it appears to be a lot of like just chemical plant from sonic generations with all the 2d stuff cut out but like i i don't know we'll just we'll have to see i i'm not gonna really go to bat to defend reusing the level designs and stuff but like mm-hmm. in fairness different is different i'm seeing some differences and yeah i don't know and as it is it's a side thing but like at the same time yeah i would the thing is i can't call it devoid of originality because the open zones and we haven't even seen all of them so like yeah Yeah. that's just kind of my stance on that yeah i'd be i'd be a lot harsher on it uh and again a lot of it is like we've seen we've seen a glimpse of what's on offer and what's on offer here and that's including like cyberspace levels so it's like uh if we want to like make deeper comparisons once those are all out i think that's going to be interesting uh and there's probably a larger discussion to be had once we've got all the factors on the table but as of right now it's it's also just kind of like yeah 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 mike 1911 sends one dollar 99 meta is only good if it's from red versus blue oh the meta 
Oh, Man, I haven't thought about red versus blue. <laughs> red versus blue is. It's been a I, while since I, I thought about that. I used to watch yeah. a little bit of that when I was in like secondary school, which is like middle school to you guys. Man, I bought the fucking DVDs for that shit back in the day. Rooster Teeth were huge back in the day, weren't they? Yeah, they still, they still are. Like Ruby is a thing. Ruby's yeah. really successful. Um, yeah, that's kind of their cash cow now. That's uh. It is. Oh, it's called Ruby. I've yeah. been calling it Rawby this entire time. It's called Ruby, like the main character. Um, I haven't which, seen. Which uh, that's why I didn't get it right. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it's a, it's a, it's a series. I, I am like deeply attached to it for personal reasons. A lot of them center around women. Monty Owen being a big inspiration for me, but the show is very mixed in its quality. I think the show it, it's. That show is worse in the beginning from a technical standpoint, but better from a writing uh, execution. No, no, the writing's horrible. Oh. Uh, execution <laughs> writing is bad. No, from from the from like yeah. animation, ex the execution of like uh, choreography, it's amazing mm -hmm. in the beginning. That's like the the big thing. Um, and then later on, the writing gets much better, the narrative gets much better, but the execution of the choreography goes downhill basically around the time we lost Monty uh, with that series. Dude, Cyrus, you and I need to get on one day on, on your stream and we need to just have like a, a Ruby discussion because I think it's a really interesting series to talk about. Mm -hmm. Here's not the place for it necessarily, but like I definitely no. want to talk shop Wayne. with that with you. Here is totally the place for it. This is now a Ruby podcast. You oh, have shit. a you have a super chat to read, Cyrus. I do for Mr. Krabs. Thank you for four ninety nine. Oh no, it's the beginning of the next chapter. No, they've been, Wayne, he's, he's been off with this for a while. Alrighty, I'm going to bed. Big the cat. Good night. Why is Big here? Good night, Wallace. Oh, oh. Tangle and Whisper both. Good night, Wallace. Wayne goes, ah, stop. Why does Wayne want them to stop just saying uh, good night? His harem's getting out of control now. Is that I'm your still, harem? I'm still waiting for the return the of. I'm waiting for the return of Republican Homer. Um, you want a Repu you want a Republican Homer? No. Okay. So basically, uh, we were discussing this last night on Nick's stream, um, like between me, Gilly, and Trey. One of the things that uh, we did on one of my live streams, me and Trey, was when we were playing the Homer mod in Sonic Adventure Two. We were just doing Homer impressions for like 20 minutes, and Homer got progressively more Republican the entire time. So, like, yeah, it just became a joke of, like, Republican Homer. And Mr. Krabs has said that Republican Homer will be, like, the main villain of the Wallace Saga Season 2. I never... I never consented to, to any of this. Linda. I, okay. Moving right along, uh, we got Smacko with uh, five ballpoint pens. Uh, wishful thinking, the islands are cyberspace. If the SA Pink Flicky Island itself... Finds itself. Pink Flick finds itself on it. Uh, could we get Gamma out of its head to materialize on them? What? We could maybe use Wait, it to what? bring back Gamma, maybe? I think that's the idea. I don't know. Gamma's, Gamma's dead. Uh, the, the robot is dead. The bird was freed. That, that's that's kind of where that story needed to end. I love Gamma, but uh, bringing him back would kind of... Uh, kind of how I feel about denote... Shadow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't Shadow the Hedgehog Gamma. 
that's when he gets his own spin-off game and is like, this is who I am. <laughs> he's got a gun. Even though he already has a gun, he's just holding a gun with his other hand. Man's got a Glock. Okay, so, go Kenji with 5 CHF. What do you guys think will be the DLCs in Frontiers? And what will you do if the game sliders change things only that there isn't a change at all? Well, I'll be disappointed if the game sliders don't change anything, but I just hope the rest of the game is good. I would, I would prefer if the game doesn't have DLC for the first two years, yeah. because that would mean there's at least enough content in the game to warrant us not having to have DLC for the first two years. Oh. But I know for a fact we don't live in that world. Yeah, that gets me thinking. What do you guys think of the the pathetic digital deluxe for Sonic Frontiers? Oh, I don't. I don't know that I've seen it. Uh, what's what's included? What you get in there is basically skill points and uh, memory tokens and chaos emerald keys. Oh, fuck off! And you, <laughs> also, you you this also get a digital art book and a soundtrack, a mini soundtrack. Dude. I say so. The digital art book is okay, um, but stuff like the tokens and stuff is stuff you can just earn in game any fucking way. And then it's like, oh yeah, I'm paying extra so I can complete the game faster. Brilliant. Dude. I think yeah. any integration of the, the digital storefront into into the structure of video games was a giant fucking mistake. I hate you know, how and... aggressive Sega have been recently with their digital deluxes. I, I yeah. think that uh, all digital storefronts in games, especially single-player games need to die burn uh be gone forever and i need to rewrite history so that the mobile gaming market never became what it is because i mobile gaming and uh the microtransaction model that league of legends uses uh are directly responsible for this current state of affairs and i wish that more games used the league of legends model because it's one of the only non-predatory microtransaction models that exists period i'm going um, to um i'm gonna go ahead and say though the sonic frontiers digital deluxe is a better practice than the sonic origins and sonic colors ultimate digital deluxes and the reason i'll say why is it's a bigger waste of money yes but sonic colors ultimate literally took parts of the soundtrack and paywalled them sonic origins took little tiny parts of the menu screens and paywalled them. This is at least just currency. Like, you know, it's not like they just trimmed off a tiny little piece of the game and said you buy that extra. It's a currency thing. I think that's better because at least I can just ignore it entirely. That said... Uh, the next one we have here is from Crimson Rose. Thank you for the $5. The first 3D adventure-style Sonic game since 06 looks really promising. Fun fact, Sonic 06 was my first Sonic game. And you're still here today, so how bad can it be? No. No, we're done with that logic. I'm out. And then uh, we've got Mr. Krabs with the $1.99. Anytime a temple is mentioned, Wayne, excited scream. We haven't That's... seen a single temple so far. I, I I want... I don't know how you're going to give me this giant open world. Why uh, did you ever like assume there would be temples? The, the, and the, you're mentioning stuff like the ancients and, and all... I want temples. The ancients temples. were... That's the thing I actually wanted to point out. 
the Ancients, the first Sonic game to talk about the Ancients was Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric. And I always just want to note that Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric had temples in it. Yeah. Play it. At <laughs> um, <laughs> what frame rate should we be playing it? Three? Four? Get it on an emulator and have a good old time. Um, no, but oh. I, I do remember when the announcement trailer came out and like a lot of us were just like, oh wow, it's Sonic running. And I remember Wayne on Twitter just like, holy fuck, Sonic going to temples? I'm, I, I'm down. I was like, now it's like we're we're deep into the hype cycle and we haven't seen a single fucking temple. I, so I, I feel so bad for the guy. I just want temples. Come here, Wallace. I want Sonic in temples. It's one of the best like environments to have that little hedgehog in. Come here, Wallace. I'm gonna give you a little kiss. I I'm gonna no. I'm gonna punch you. No, you're not. You, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I right. guess I guess we'll both be happy at the end of the day. Well, pup, you got the time. next one. Hey, Jelly Lord, with five bucks. I'm fine with he bite-sized levels, as they are just this game's shrines. I just don't understand why they had to reuse level layouts from Gens and Unleashed. I think it's just going to be a one-level thing, honestly. I, I'm going to be honest. I think if if they're reusing a lot of stuff from Gens and Unleashed, the reason is going to be time. It is literally them going... Let's put something in this game that uh, fans of every other type of Sonic game will be able to enjoy. Uh, that, yes, it's going to be, it probably will be a lot of reused stuff, but reusing that stuff as like a thing you're adding in after two or three hours of being in the open world as like a small break from that, that's fine. There's nothing that's really terribly egregious about that, honestly. The real reason is if you think about how think about the 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 open world for frontiers how many times are you going to retraverse the same area in frontiers probably a lot right because you're going to walk around the open world and you're going to be looking for shit new enemies are going to spawn in different locations you're going to have to make your way from point a to point b of the map a handful of times there's going to be some backtracking i mean there is no backtracking in a two uh in a an a to b linear level reusing that stuff when you're not making that the bulk of the game it only makes sense. It's a thing the player's only going to experience for a quarter second. I mean, at the end of the day, I'll say this. It's the difference between a level being new and a level being a reskin. But, um, again, the only evidence I've really seen of a level being entirely repurposed was 1-1. One, one. I haven't seen it with everything The else. Windmill Isle one? Yeah. Everything else appears to take clear moments and set pieces... <clears throat> from previous Sonic games, but I'm not seeing any outright level lifting. And, yeah. like, the thing is, I don't... The truthfully, like, I, I, I think, you know, the idea of, like, on paper, the concept of, oh, it's an open-world Sonic game, and you can play through older levels as, like, a side mission, not the worst idea in the world. Um, can I... I just can don't I word want them to what, abuse that, you know? Can I word what I think this game is going to be uh, to some people in a way that will make sense, but also be really frustrating for others? Go on. It'll just be Sonic Generations with a really big hub world. That You've made that sound ten times less interesting. <laughs> I, yes, but is it not inaccurate at this point? Like, well, Obviously, no, there's going to be really more to because, do in the like, hub world. It's, uh, not really, because, like, again, it's it's not a hub world. Like... No, it's not a hub world. I'm just saying that, like, if you need to look at it a certain way, 
uh, to just like justify some of the reuse stuff, then that's that's how I would look at well, it. No, that would not. Having... That would do the opposite of justify. It would be ten times better if it's just viewing those as like little side <laughs> quests in a bigger picture open zone. Serious? That's a terrible idea, man. Shut up. <laughs> that's why I'm not head of marketing. But you shut up. You shut up. Your shut face. up, serious. Fuck you, you bitch. That's our sign. We need to. We need to move right along and wrap oh, things up here pretty Jesus. soon. <laughs> Wayne, we've had a relatively bullshit-free episode. Stop complaining. Anyways, yeah, go go ahead. Who's <laughs> up? Uh, I think it's Cirrus with uh, Jerome. Yes, I just got spooked by Growlithe barking. Uh, Jerome McCullough, thank you for the two euros. What what looks more impressive, Frontiers or Ratchet PS Five? Ratchet PS Five. question. But I'm looking forward to Frontiers, nevertheless. It's a good question because I don't yeah. care Visual... about Ratchet. <laughs> so I I loved uh, I loved Rift Apart. I think that's a fantastic. I want to like... fuck the female Lombags. Uh, you yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think uh, Rift Apart is a great game. Um, <laughs> I care less and less about c comparing games in terms of their like their use of particle effects and base visual prowess so much more nowadays. So there it's was like... a, there was a thing that I read in a very old uh, gaming magazine and it, it reads as absolutely fucking stupid nowadays to me, but it, I guess it made sense for when it came out and it kind of piggybacks off what you're, off what you were saying, Lane. So, it was when Resident Evil 1 came out on the PlayStation. And there was a there was an honest to god conversation that like one of the defining factors between uh enjoyment of the PlayStation versus the N64 is going to be whether you would spend more time with Resident Evil or Mario 64. And those were the those were the two go-to comparisons there. They're completely incomparable as, games as well, aren't as, they? Like... Yeah, as a as a like looking at it I'm just like wait, hold on. Why those two? I know that I think gaming in the Clint I think gaming in the Clinton years literally made like a video on like Super Mario sixty four versus Resident Evil, like as a which game should you buy kind of thing. <laughs> it's it's weird because it's like at least with Sonic and Ratchet, those are both like They're both animal mascot platformers. Platformer game, yeah. Yeah, so the, like I can at least understand a bit of a comparison there. The real question um, is, should you buy Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric or Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart? Because they're more comparable. Like Sonic Boom is just a very low uh, Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric is just a very low quality Ratchet and Clank clone. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I I think it, especially if we're talking in terms of like uh visual performance. So Spider-Man Two released you know, obviously after the first movie tie-in game, and graphically looks significantly worse, but it was also doing a lot more with its hardware in terms of, like, having an actual open-world city you could move around in. It was and, a more like, impressive game, like... Yeah, exactly. It didn't look as good, but it was but a more impressive game. But it was type. more. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't think uh, Ratchet and... I, I don't think Rift Apart and, and uh, Sonic Frontiers need to be really indirect the main like, thing i was kind of looking at i guess was like ratchet and clank has really 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 nice really seamless character animations sonic frontiers's animations aren't the worst thing i've ever seen but there's a lack of animation blending like there's several moments in like the story trailer even where he's like bouncing from wall to wall and he goes from his flying pose to his clinging onto the wall pose with zero transition it's just 
quick pose to pose to pose. I, but then mm-hmm. again, at the same time, Klonoa. The Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series has some of the worst animation blending I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. But it's one of the best games I've ever fucking played. So, like, you know, who fucking cares, you know? Yeah. Depends if the game's good or not. All right. Uh, next on the Super Chats, we've got uh, David Crespo Didn't uh, with the dollar night. No, no, no. That was uh, uh, Sir Red Jerome. Yeah, I read Jerome. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I had uh, it highlighted. I'm yeah. having a stroke, it seems. And then we got, uh, yeah, we got David Crespo with $1.99. Sonic Channel Twitter posted Eggman's nudes today. Don't tell me that because you know I'm going to look for it. (laughs) He was eating rainbow ice cream. I want to see it. I mean, it's up there. so You you can go find it yourself, man. Sonic Channel. This man's not gay. Remember that. I'm not gay. I just want to see Eggman's nudes. He likes Tibby, and Eggman has big Tibby. Where is Sonic Channel? Does he mean the official... Oh. Oh, I know what he is. It's not a nude. He's just wearing his... (laughs) He's just wearing his swimming trunks. I want to see some pingus, man. Fuck. Okay. That's some false advertising. Yeah, that is false advertising. All right. God, lying, man. Lying in a super chat. God. Um, right. Eggman gay confirmed. Imagine ever thinking this was not the case. Damnimal's BP Paris sends two bucks. Yay for egging on Nick. Hell yeah. Eggman was able to spend a lot of time with Rouge without ever going off. I, I'm i pretty sure. Nah, we I think they were fucking, when you were in the shadow levels, they were fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The next one we have is for uh, from Crimson Rose. Thank you for the $5. My mom bought me Sonic 06 when I first got my 360. It's the Platinum Hits version, too. Don't judge me. I was eight. And you're still here, watching the Sonic podcast. You must still like Sonic, huh? You weren't immediately alienated. How bad can the game be? Wayne! Anyway, we got OzJamH with $5. The Chad Titan yeeting Sonic in into pillar and a wall versus the virgin infinite just teleporting in a kick into a wall do kind of hope he he's in but oh well i do hope oh infinite infinite returns but i don't think it's gonna be this game if they don't do something with like the phantom ruby or infinite with the way sage is like designed and appears i feel like it's a huge missed opportunity yeah i don't think they're gonna do but then and it's again, just going they, to be a game made by Sonic Team. There could still be some surprises, but, like, I, I don't know. But, like, yeah, I, it was quite cool seeing the Titan straight up throwing Sonic through the <laughs> pillars. Like, he was throwing him through the towers. I was like, holy fuck, Man of Steel. Oh. Uh, I, I, uh, I am down. I, I, I am kind of hoping for something with Infinite, just because I am down if they want to make me like Infinite as a character. It's a cool design. I, I want to like him. But Forces makes that impossible. Yeah. Mr. Krabs. He's he's not weak. With one buck ninety nine. Anyway, I'm hoping Frontier has any dinosaurs in the game. That'd be kind of cool if they had like a dinosaur island. I'm sure Nick is as well. Serious? He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna try to run with the Velociraptors. He's gonna dino come. Um, from the uh, Tajelli Lord. Thank you for the five dollars. Green Hill and Chemical Plant that we've seen is literally their generation's versions with the 2D cutout. Uh, Pup, it is safe to assume there will be more. They're not exact. I'm, uh, I'm, 
uh, that's I, I'm only saying what I've seen. Like I might be wrong, might be when I play the game, but I'm not necessarily going to necessarily go into like a debate about it. But like I'm just saying what I've seen. Either way, with the 2D cutout, sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we've got Phoenix with uh, five ligmas. Uh, Sonic fans studying English and learning about meta metaphors. <laughs> Sonic fans logging into Facebook and finding out that Mark Zuckerberg is pushing meta. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Meta is so fucking cringe so far, man. Like, look at the great graphics in our big NFT world. It's, it's like Wait. playing Sim City, except it's more expensive and shit. Zygarde Lagan sends five dollars. I got back from day one of Botcon. I got a lot of cool toys. They got a Botcon? No way. Talking about the Transformers uh, convention? I'm, I'm guessing, but when you say BotCon, I, I tend to think like it's like a convention, but there's no real people there. They're all just bots. <laughs> like, Wouldn't it be naked funny? HD it's, it's a convention, XYZ. but it's just... It's the sex yeah, bots. Yeah, it's, it's just the sex bots. <laughs> Even you can get laid. Even me? <laughs> You're just like, hey, can I get an autograph? Even you can get laid. Oh my god, thank you so much. That makes me so happy. I never would have guessed, even me. Infamous.jpg, thank you for the 199. Isn't the bird Gamma? Okay, that was a... Yeah, so basically saying the bird can return, basically, after flying out of Gamma. Uh, the, I, I like to think that Gamma, as the robot, sort of had, like... Because I think it had, like, glimpses of the will of the Flicky, but I like to think that the artificial intelligence within the Badnik actually kind of was its own being outside of of the Flicky it, and sacrificed itself to give the Flicky another chance to live. It's Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, the Flicky exactly. Is Peter, the, Fle the Flicky is Peter Parker. Gamma is Doc Ock. I, it might be more accurate to say that the Gamma was just the Flicky, but I like to think that if we're taking the artificial intelligence into consideration there, it could potentially be just a little bit deeper, depending on how how Ooh. much you want to reach into it. Any... Uh, but I'm not, I'm not saying that that is the canon way. I'm just saying that's kind of how I interpreted it. Any erotica artists, I've got a challenge for you. Do Gamma and the Flicky. And Gamma's just like, I need you inside of me and stuff like that, you know? Make All a right. Gamma porn comic with the Flicky. Okay, so. Uh, Zygarde Ligan sends two bucks. Oh yeah, I almost forgot to reveal my gender. You still haven't revealed your gender. <laughs> it was on the stream last night and we were trying to figure out what the right pronouns were. They actually just uh, did another super chat with two dollars saying i am a boy so spoilers dude okay. we're not at that point yet you fuck i don't face. care i don't care no you fucking spoiled it shithead i was looking forward to the fucking reveal it's done no you can't it's just done. delete it you've already said it fuck uh, you so that we don't read again fuck you get ready anyways I'm just going to go ahead and pick us up for the Jam H. Uh, thank you for the $10. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Knuckles' voice actor is confirmed to be the one from Team Sonic Racing, as he apparently confirmed in a now-deleted tweet from him. Thoughts on that? Note, direction does matter for voice actor, even good ones. He sounds very similar to, um, I think it was Travis Willingham. Um, 
so I, I I'm listen I'm pretty indifferent just as long as they have good material to work with like you know I never thought any of the Sonic voice actors were bad as such and I don't entirely buy the whole direction makes all the difference thing because I think Roger Craig Smith himself has kind of refuted that and said like the way it goes is I get the lines and then I basically read off like a dozen versions of them and then they pick which one they want effectively they said there's not really like a director in the studio saying now do it like this um i i don't think that there's a uh i don't think that there's a set rule for that i think that direction does matter but a uh a talented actor can kind of pick up the slack for poor direction okay. um you ever played a, a like just for an example of where direction matters even if the voice actor has talent you ever play metroid out of the rim mm-hmm the yeah, baby. exactly. The baby. The baby. Oh, God. How many How many times do you think she recorded that line, Wayne? How many times? I, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> the baby. Too damn many, that's for sure. The, the oh, baby. God. Well, we got Mr. Krabs with four ninety nine. Five, five weeks later, Wayne, uh, finally, I can pay off the Vector child support. Republicans Homer appear. Homer, sorry, but you can't do that. Yoink. Wayne, you're good at voices. Can you do a Homer impression? No. Can you try? No. I'll do one with you if you want. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but you can't do that. Yoink. <laughs> I, I don't have a lot to go off of. I've seen like maybe three episodes of Simpsons. I'm not a <laughs> Simpsons fan. Dare. <laughs> okay. Crimson Rose with uh, two bucks. Which console are y'all going to play uh, Frontiers on? I am going to get it on PlayStation 5 and probably Switch. I'm just getting it on PC. Yeah, I'm getting it on PS5. So Cirrus is officially a pussy. I I have a gaming PC. I'm going to play it on the I thing that's going to be able to push it PC. I can, I can play Spider-Man on mine, so therefore I'll most definitely be able to play Sonic Frontiers on it. Filthy console gaming peasants. <laughs> Don't you understand? I can swap my RAM out for an orange. Fucking hell. Uh, where are we at now? We uh, are on a Danimals BP. No, we're no. not. Uh, oh no, no, yeah, no, we are. Yeah, we yeah, are. We yeah, it's you. It's you with Danimals. Da <laughs> Danimals BP. Uh, Para. Thank you very much for the five dollars. I feel like Infinite as a uh has a valid origin story when you really delve into it. Unfortunately, Pontac told it really badly, and the execution was rushed. There is a Which there is a bit of a marked difference. Are we talking the the one in the main story or the one in Episode Shadow? Because they I, both retcon each other. No, I think we're talking about the origin that we got in the IDW comics. Oh, that okay. Because that like. That is the version of that story that is not touched by Pontac. Ah, okay. Also, Graf, don't don't let Graf get off scot free. <laughs> I don't know what he did. <laughs> I don't. I, I I don't know. It took two people to come up with that shit. <laughs> like all I'm saying is, you don't look at Happy Tree Friends and go. This is a literary masterpiece. I'm going to hire them to write Sanic the Hedgehog. I mean, the thing is, there is such a thing as, like, versatility, but, like, they haven't really proven much in that regard. I mean, we'll, we'll see how Ian Flynn does, because it could be that maybe the writing in Sonic Frontiers ends up being complete toilet as well, in which case, Sega is the problem. I've been... I was reading through the comment section on the Frontiers trailer, 
Uh, not the Frederick Street, the uh, the the part about Eggman, uh, where it was the cutscene with him talking about like all the different stuff there, and uh, a person said that like, wow, this Eggman is really showing uh, what Ian can do with the character. Noting that, like, you know, Eggman's being a lot more methodical, a lot more scientific as opposed to boisterous Saturday Saturday uh, morning villain. And the very first comment under it was just big oof in quotation marks. And I'm just like, this community. This community. It just does this. Who's up? Uh think it's me with mr krabs a dollar 99 uh wayne uh, hey that my money homer you mean my money you mean my money <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the story is even supposed I'm to be here to man buy donuts like... and go to moves um ozjam h sends 4.99 pop it was a different guy called uh a, a, a guy named different mitchell <laughs> It's the guy called Different Mitchell. That would be brilliant. Instead of Travis. And he sounded rough in that game. That's why I'm a little worried. I found I got used to the new voices in Team Sonic Racing pretty quickly. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Alright, Wayne. You're up with... No, you're not. Oh, I'm not. Cirrus is up with the final one from Mr. Krabs. Thank you for the 499, Mr. Krabs. Wayne, it's my money, Republican Homer. <laughs> Nah, now get back to work, peasants. You're in your element. So I can public and Homer, man. <laughs> Go on. Nah, get back to work, peasants, so I can oppress. I mean, pay you later. That's right, Wayne, you wage slave. And then we got as JMH with a dollar ninety nine. David Mitchell. He's different, Mitchell. David. It's different, Mitchell. Different, Mitchell. No, do you guys know who David Mitchell? Mitchell is. No. He's a he's a British comedy man ah if they're oh, a comedian yeah. i probably don't care about them wow wayne you're so weird anyways um well that wraps up the show uh everybody uh so uh we'll go around the table uh nick what oh okay we'll, we'll do one more super chat because it's quite hefty yeah one. no no more super chats after this yeah so super chat cut off um okay danimal's bp para sends 20 dollars i'm talking about EP Shadow. Shadow killed his squad and after he tried to avenge them only to get humiliated by Shadow, after gaining power to surpass him, he would try and inflict the same pain he was given to the world. Yeah, that is a fair point. It's just kind of fucking handicapped by the whole I am not weak thing. And then we've got Nizand with uh, five bucks. I'll say it again for a super chat, but I do think the upgrades we get for Sonic Speed are going to be important to how much fun we can have. Yeah, I certainly think so too. But now we're definitely doing a super chat cutoff. If you super chat now, it will have to be saved for like the next episode. Nick. Right, so, uh, round the table. Harris, wh Nick. Why do you always read Mr. Krabs' chats like you're auditioning for a high school because play? Because he's writing a high school play, Nick. Oh my god. Right, so Nick, what are you up to? Like, what's going on on your channel? Boy, you sure said a mouthful, huh? Cyrus, uh, what about you? Cyrus, what about you? Cyrus? Okay, anyway. Uh, Damn it, so Wayne, you weren't supposed to say anything. 
I got shit to do, sirs. Fuck you. Yeah, we want to go, man. Oh, fuck's sake. Here he is. He's here for the rent. Okay, sirs, what are you up to? I'm currently here on Sunset City. Oh, just fucking be quick. We all want to go to bed. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, currently nothing for the next week as I've got a channel strike. So I'm I'm literally not doing shit. Well, poop. Do we do we know what Nick is working on at the moment? Uh, he said new speed reading compilation shortly. Hey, there you go. Um, yeah, so, and yeah, that about wraps things up. Good night, everybody. I'm just gonna oh, skip you. you. <laughs> no, Wayne, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, so I'm actually making some pretty steady progress on the uh, uh, Digimon World Review. Uh, the script is coming along nicely. It turns out this is going to be the largest single video I've ever put together. Uh, this is an enormous project, and I'm finally going to beat out the length of my Spider-Man PS4 video that I didn't even like all that much. Um, and then I'm also going to put out a poll, but I've been doing some thinking. I might be skipping or taking a break from Metroid Month this year. Um, and trying to focus up on, on catching up on some other reviews that I've been meaning to get to. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Alrighty then. And me, well, I party and I dance and I do do in my pants and uh, just do my regular thing, you know. I'm just, uh, you know, um, on my channel I'm currently doing a lot of Sonic Frontiers coverage, but I want to do some more evergreen stuff as well. Um, so I would really appreciate if you guys would come check it out. I do, I do some shit, you know, like pop culture stuff, you know, you know how it is. Get on over here and, uh, give me money. And that about wraps up the show. Any last words? I don't think so. Alrighty then. Well, 